Hey guys, to be honest, I'm a bit bored of Nintendo, so this podcast is now a PlayStation show called Operation PlayStation with my co-hosts Dash, Paul and Dylan. Cue the music. Whoa, 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 whoa. Don't worry, we're still Nintendo and Bryce is back next week. Here's the real theme song. What's up, everybody? Welcome to The House of Mario, episode 59. And we are the Nintendo Podcast, a part of the 8-Bit Collective. I'm your host, Drew Agnew, and joining me today is an assortment of the A-Team, as we say. <laughs> uh, we've got Dash from DashGamer.com. Plat plat. <laughs> we got Dylan Blight from ExplosionNetwork.com. Uh, I love Buddy Watson. <laughs> and Paul James from Player2.net.au. I'm still more civil than Left 4 Dead. <laughs> Just for you, Bryce. Oh. <laughs> That's a good hashtag. Guys, thank you very much for joining me today. Well, thank you. It's good to be back. Good to be here. <laughs> and after reading that out, I'm like, oh shit, I need a website apparently. Everyone else has got a website. <laughs> Overrated. Oh, Overrated. Overrated. Well, it's not cheap, I'll tell you that much. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Yeah, paying SoundCloud's enough, let alone your own website. Holy shit. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so, today on the show, we just want to talk a little bit about the news, what's going on, what we've been playing, and talk a little bit about Super Mario Party before getting into a very uh, saucy fan fiction at the end. Mm, yeah, it'll be really yeah. interesting. <laughs> but first, guys, I just want to... Uh, send our condolences to the people involved at the Jacksonville shooting what happened uh, earlier this week. Hmm. Um, like, this this uh, this mass shooting happens, obviously, a fair bit in America, but I think this one's one that affected the ga- gaming community like right at its heart this time. Yeah, it hits a bit closer to home, I guess. Yeah, yeah. definitely does. Um, I, I definitely felt it this week. It really did. Like I, t- I put out a tweet this week that I wasn't in the mood for gaming at all after that. Mm. So yeah, no, no, especially because you know we we all go to events like PAX and mm. uh, conventions, and having this type of thing happen would just be an absolute nightmare. So yeah, yeah, yeah it's, it's one of those sort of things. Yeah, like over here in Australia, we go to PAX or all those mm. sorts of events, and it's not something we have to really worry about. I guess you know just the nature of what Australia is and um, yeah. the different rules that we have on guns and those sort of things. But then America, same sort of event, same sort of atmosphere, culture, and yet you can get it completely... Oh, I was going to use a phrase I probably shouldn't there. Um, but it gets completely ruined by one idiot, I guess, yeah. um, and kind of throws everything in in the shit heap. Yeah. Yeah. That's no, unfortunate. It, it, it's it's really worrying um, for you know us as well because um, you know we do as you said we do have events like PAX. We've also got our esports open next week here in Melbourne and this um, weekend. Or is it this weekend? Is it? Yeah, there Melbourne. Yeah, yeah. Mate, oh, and I work for the company. I don't even know that. <laughs> yeah, we all know how you feel about e- esports. Yeah, though, so. <laughs> bloody, bloody fucking esports. But um, you know, it, it, also you know, like it was funny because yesterday I got got to work and uh, one of my friends were telling me about it at work. They were like, "Oh, did you hear about the shooting at the at the at the convention or whatever?" I'm like, "What?" And we got and buddies at a convention at the moment. I freaked out and I thought they were talking about that. And 
um, uh, you know, for, you know, it's fortunate enough that we live in a country with strict gun laws and everything like that. So, um, yeah, it was just very, very disheartening. But even then, like with our laws the way they are, it doesn't completely remove the possibility that something slips through the cracks. So it's still like yeah. when when it actually happens in your own backyard per se, um, mm. it still does. Like I feel like I'll walk around packs just a little more cautious than I've been oh, yeah. in the past. I wouldn't say yeah. all that much more cautious, just because again, Australia we have those rules. Yeah. But yeah. it's not to say something couldn't happen. Not to go right. off, the, especially the, those who are going to packs west in a few. Was it a few yeah. weeks? Or it's a few uh, this this week. This, this weekend, I think. Not this yeah. week, yeah. even. Yeah, imagine yeah. that. Dylan, the calendar over here knows every single date that's <laughs> happening. <laughs> I try to keep up with the gaming world. Like, what do I? What what industry am I trying to work in here? <laughs> um, <laughs> Obviously, but, the date and time industry. Yeah, the date and time. <laughs> I'm trying to be a calendar man. <laughs> um, nice. The only time I've had a event. Uh, a shooting event affect me in Australia was when the the Dark Knight shooting happened in the cinema, oh, and wow. I knew oh, yeah. straight away. My brain kind of argued back and forth, uh, similarly to kind of how you're saying about walking around at packs and whatever. Yep. I went to the cinema a week or two after that, and one half of my brain's saying, "Let's, you know, you don't have to worry about that. That is not a thing that you have to worry about in Australia. You should consider yourself lucky that you don't have to worry about that." But at the same time, there's the other half of you kind of still just looking around a little bit, you know, a little bit skitty about it. So I can yeah. imagine if people were going to the, uh, I think my packs, you know, because that's a couple months away, people will probably move on by then and it won't be as close in everyone's minds. But maybe some people attending the Melbourne Esports Open this this mm. weekend, especially because it's an esports event, which is a lot closer than uh, a packs, I suppose. I can imagine if I was going to that this weekend, it would still be popping up in my head as I'm walking around. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Well, surprisingly, I will be there. So, um, have a good yeah. time, Dash. Have a have a great. Oh my god! <laughs> you can yeah, play nothing, to, nothing to worry about, mate. No. <laughs> it's esports. Yeah. All right. So, uh, yeah. Condolences to the family and everyone affected in that. Yep. Yeah. Um. So, moving on to something a bit happier, guys. Uh, what what video games have we been playing? Uh, I've been messing uh, messing around with the messenger. Which oh, I nice, can yes. talk about because when this goes up, the embargo will be up. The Messenger is available on PC and, most importantly for the sake of this podcast, the Switch. Little action platformer, Ninja Gaiden-esque in some ways. Mm. Certainly not as brutal as those old ones. But it can still kick your ass if you're not careful. Okay. Um, and it's been a hell of a lot of fun to play. Um there's there's just enough challenge there to keep me on my toes. Yep. Yeah. No, it looks like a lot of fun. Um, I've just been hearing a little bit about it here and there, sort of leading up to the launch, and it, it looks like, uh, yeah, it looks like it will kick your ass. <laughs> yeah, it's <laughs> another, it's one of those. One yeah, of those if games. you if you're not prepared to play by its rules, and I don't mean in like the the Dark Souls sort of, we've got these really abstract things, learn to work it out or get fucked, um, sort of <laughs> sort of way. But yeah, it's it's just you've got to adapt and you've got to you've got to learn how some of these mechanics work and then string them all together in simple but effective ways and then you'll progress and it's fine. Um, the bosses themselves can be tough at times, but they're not soul crushing sort of stuff. Like you you'll adapt. That's that's the real key. Is just adapt to whatever's being thrown at you and you'll be fine. How long is it? Too long. Yeah, I was, I was wondering if it was... Yeah, because there's a perfect time to hit with these types, types of games, isn't there? Yeah. Uh, it was one of those sort of scenarios, and I'm trying to think of a parallel right now, but it, it escapes me. 
you kind of progress through everything you feel like you've done. You're up to the final boss and then all of a sudden, oh, we need to go out and collect and do these particular things. And it just adds a few more hours to it. And I was going, ah. Oh. oh, boy. Because we are like Nintendo Australia. Sorry to slam you, but you screwed a few things up when it came to the messenger. Um, it was meant wow. to be on the store available for us to get early access to and they dropped the ball for a while there. So I had to really try and rush as much as you can whilst reviewing right. a thing. But like, oh, now the embargo's three days away. I better get into this thing, despite having the code for a week prior. Uh, and yeah, it was just one of those things. Like, everything's going well. There's a great flow to it. I had momentum. Everything was, I was really enjoying it. And then all of a sudden... Uh, maybe, maybe I guess the best parallel is Wind Waker, how you had to suddenly go out there and collect all those um, pieces on all the different islands and it just added hours and hours and hours to it. Same sort of idea, perhaps mm. a little less infuriating and smaller in scope, but mm. like, why am I doing this? Like, they, You had momentum and they kind of blew it there. But otherwise, a very good game um, and well worth, well worth playing. Yeah. Would you, would you compare it to, like, say, the is it a th- throwback to some of the old Ninja Gaiden games? Is that what it? Yeah, that, I mean that's that's a good parallel in terms of the theme, uh, in terms of the setting, the way you play, but it's just not going to kick your ass quite as much. Mm. I love Ninja Gaiden. Yeah, then it's probably worthwhile looking into. Very cool. Oh, and it's it and it's super self-aware. Like there is lots and lots <laughs> of uh, fourth wall breaking jokes. They openly refer to themselves as like a video game all the time, and it's yeah. I didn't gather that from the. The reveal trailer oh, yeah. at all. I it's, thought it was just a very. It's, yeah. it's quite funny. Yeah. I'm more intrigued look- hearing that. Yeah. Honestly, yeah. yeah, it looks like a lot of fun. It's just it's got a it's got a lot of competition, especially on the Switch, just from uh, 2D platforming games, especially in indie. You got um, you got Hollow Knight. You've got you know you've uh, you've got heaps of games. Don't <laughs> so forget to play Hollow Knight. Whatever oh, else, mate. night. You need to you need to get on that one. But uh, yeah. thankfully, this is more of your just action platformer as opposed to the Metroid like heavy Metroidvania stuff that we see in Hollow Knight and um, Dead Cells and those sorts of games. Um, this is a bit more traditional in that you don't have that kind of backtracking outside of when they force you to at the end. Um, you don't have that component there, which is a big point of difference when you're comparing those genres at the moment. Yeah. So, would you recommend picking it up? Highly, yeah. Highly, yeah. Awesome. Um, it, and- it certainly prompted me to do something a little bit different with my review, so make sure to go and check that one out on the website. Yeah, yeah. so they can go and check out your review when this is up? By the time this is up, it, the review should be up. It'll, I mean, the embargo's at midnight tonight that we're recording, so I don't know whether Matt will hit go at that time. Our local Slacker. audiences probably aren't going to be clamoring for it too much at midnight, but uh... well, there you go, Drew. Make sure that you post this one up right before midnight, eleven fifty nine, please. Um, so yeah, go and check that one out. The Player Two website, awesome. Uh, Dash, what have you been playing recently? I've been playing Spider Man, but unlike uh, boom, boom, <laughs> I, can't, boo him. I can't talk about it. Uh, but other than Spider Man, I've been playing. What have I been playing? Um, I'll be honest with you, I haven't been playing much. Um, I've honestly been just kind of exploring the Xbox a little bit lately because I've had it sitting here and thought I'd <laughs> switch it on and take a look at it. <laughs> um, in terms of the After Switch, you blow though, the dust off it. Mm. Yeah, I, I, I actually had to like give it a nice wipe down uh, just to kind of... And, you know, listen to the, the cogs kind of turn after months of it being off. But um, 
on the Switch, honestly, nothing. Um, it's been I've been I've been thinking about this lately with the Switch. I've, I'm I mean, as much as um, I love my my Nintendo Switch, and obviously we talked about this last time I was on. Then you know I've been exploring homebrew and everything on it. Um, it's just in terms of what has been uh, appealing to actually grab on the Switch right now, I haven't actually been like a nothing's been gravitating towards me like to say hey buy me on switch uh you know i got overcooked too on switch while buddy got it on the ps4 for some odd reason i don't know why that bloke did that trophies <laughs> trophies because <laughs> hashtag every trophies every trophy counts obviously. damn right oh my god um but yeah no i um I, I, well nintendo sent me overcooked too or i shouldn't say nintendo um oh god i can't remember who sent me overcooked too uh so they sent me team seventeen. Thank you very much. Send me Overcooked 2 on Nintendo Switch. I did play it. I, I loved it on Switch. It was great to have it on the go. But uh, that was probably the last Switch game I played, to be honest. And, it, it, you know, great experience. But I feel like in between now and Smash Brothers, it's really kind of a dry spell for Switch. But that's just personal. Because everything else I'm picking up is pretty much been on PlayStation. So... Hmm. For the most part, I'd agree with that. Like, I picked up Monster Hunter today, the day we're recording. Yeah. Um, yeah. Which has been interesting so far. Can check, you, my, check my Twitter for that. What is that game, quickly? Because it's like a re, it's a remaster, it's a port. I don't understand Monster Hunter games. Generations came out for the <laughs> DS or 3DS yeah, originally. 3DS, yeah. And it's okay. um, yeah, just a, an HD it's port, a, essentially. Okay, yep. With a few new inclusions and whatnot. We've seen similar sort of things with uh, Monster Hunter Try getting old. Or was it Try or was it the yeah, fourth it one where it got a Wii yeah. U and 3DS sort of version and there was Try? Yeah, or, yeah I don't know. Try. There's lots right. of stuff going on. Yeah. Monster Hunter, everyone. It's complicated. Yeah. <laughs> wow. But it, what did that come out on? Um, Switch, yeah? Switch, yeah, yeah. today. Yeah. yeah. Okay. I should know I was, this. I was keen to pick it up, but it's a it's $100, so it's a bit out of my price range for some, a game where I'm not 100% like, sure this, if I'm going to like it. The, is this on the digital store or is it physical? I, uh, picked, it up, I picked it up I physically. I picked it up yeah. at EB yeah. by price matching, knocked 20 bucks off it. Well, shit! I might be in trouble tomorrow at work, so <laughs> I didn't put I didn't put it on the shelf. <laughs> Whoops! Well, there you da, da, da. go. You're a big uh, old digital, though, aren't you, Drew? Yeah, I go old said, digital yeah. with my Switch at least. Yeah. Yes, yeah. boy. That's so the way you I can be carry it around with me and not have to worry about game cards and whatever. Yep. I'm the same. I'm the same. Digital I want to go that way. Right. When I first picked because up the Switch, I didn't have the MBN, so I just I was treading water oh, okay. for a bit longer. I now do, and I've certainly made a few more digital purchases since, but. It's Very almost nice. one of those things. In terms of the big AAA, I've almost committed here, and it's hard to kind of break stride. Yeah, yeah. like with with my 3DS, I had all my games uh, on on the cart- cartridge, but just I, I end up not playing the games because I have to pick between the one I'm going to bring with me or the couple I'm going to bring with me. Mm. And now that I've moved into town, I've got the MBN, and I can yeah. download games. And if I if I want to go and buy games, it's a fifty. 50k drive to the other town all right as well jesus christ so so, yeah digital's the way to go at least for the um for the switch the playstation i like to i like to get my games physically just so then if i get sick of it Mm. i can trade it in and have all those benefits but yeah that's fair yeah what about you dylan what have you been playing um no, I've ex- 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 I've, I reckon I play my Switch more. I reckon I've played my Switch more than my PlayStation this year. All wow. in all, yeah, just all, all Pokemon Quest. Well, I mean, if you want to add that, that's over a hundred hours, and obviously I haven't. I, and that's a hundred hours this week. No, I stopped playing it. I stopped playing it after I 
got all of them if you want to go over. How far are you at the moment? Have you continued, Drew? Uh, I haven't played a whole lot recently. Um, every When I remember, I turn it on just so I can get my uh, my tokens, or what they call them? Poker tokens. Uh, yeah, I can't. It's like a, da- PM like tickets. a daily PM thing PM tickets. Yeah, yeah, anyway, I just turn it on to get my daily thing, turn it off. <laughs> But I'm at like 130 something. Broken. Drew, are you yeah. leaving your Switch on just to uh, rank up hours on this thing? Because I see you're online and it has Pokemon Quest that you're playing. Are you just like right now? On pause or something? <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Apparently, I'm. Yeah, it's just stalling. Yeah, I must have just lost. Yeah, I obviously I put a, a lot of time into Pokemon Quest when that first dropped, and I was. That was all I was playing. 120 hours? Holy shit, yeah. I wanted to complete the Pokedex. <laughs> oh my god. I wanted to complete the Pokedex. Save and that for Pokemon Let's Go, mate. Well, I'll complete the Pokedex Where you can just trade too, everything over from Pokemon Go and be done in about 15 No, nah, that's cheat. That's cheating. Fuck that shit. I'm not doing that. <laughs> no, I'm not doing Don't that do that. Don't no, do that, doing that crap. Either. Play the game. People play the game properly. Um, 120 hours. It dashes over you having the fucking aneurysm. If you got a mind, it says Pokemon Quest... Played a little while. Yeah, How do you beat that which has no life? <laughs> <laughs> Don't worry, I was really tempted at one stage going, oh, I wonder how, should I try and get them all in shinies? But <laughs> Man. Oh, oh wow. <laughs> 1,000, 2,000 hours racked up later. Um, the most recent <laughs> thing I played on the Switch, though, is I, I wrote a review for it. I don't think it's up yet because I have to go over and do another proofread of it myself. Um, was 2064 read-only memories, which is a oh, yeah. yep. port. Um I really, really like this game. It's definitely specific audience because it's a uh, visual novel, very heavy on text, little gameplay. Um, I treated it as a book before bed. So I was playing about 30 minutes to 60 minutes of it every night before bed instead of actually just reading a proper book. Because uh, And after you played Pokemon Quest for an hour, right? No, I haven't <laughs> played Pokemon Quest for a while. I, st- I stopped after I got that. The, I got the Mew and that was it. That was the, the, the solving of the, the conundrum for that one. So, yeah, that's um, and that's one of the benefits of playing that particular game on the Switch is, of course, portable, can lay in bed with it play a little bit of it works out really well um tie, the tie into that is the whole news of the comics coming to the switch which i find interesting as well that the comics yeah, app thing coming because after spending a, a, a week pretty much reading a book in bed off my switch was i'd be like okay yeah comics switch I, sure that can work i did see like a list of different i don't know publishers or distributors or whatever that were listed there none of them made any sense to me because i'm not a big comic guy are they are these prominent names that are on the platform or not really but oh okay it's uh better than you don't have like dc comics flying the flag but if enough people download it you could see dc and marvel jumping on jumping on but we'll see it's it's interesting comic if you're interested in that (laughs) the what one there's a the sonic comic i saw yeah yeah. uh, Listed there, yeah. Mm. Some of those Sonic comics are all right, actually. <laughs> so they're better yeah. than a lot of the games. I can the Sonic comics have a better hit rate than the games at this stage. Um, and then other th- other things I played is I reviewed Hands of Fate two as well on Switch. I didn't particularly like that or Hand of Fate two. I wasn't a fan of that game. I'm sorry to yeah, let so down the Australian Australian indie department. I, I can actually hear Matt Hewson over in Canberra exploding. Yeah. You said that. <laughs> I'm sorry. It's it, the writing in it really well. The the writing that's in it is really 
done well the the D aspects or the adventure the text-based adventure stuff however everything that's actually the gameplay i was getting so bored and the hack and slash stuff that you have to do in it when it takes you into an actual batter battle is just oh i i couldn't i didn't even finish it i was i was not liking it that much so and then other than that i've obviously been jumping around the the big ones that have come out recently octopath been just chugging along with that in between a bunch of other things and jumped on the captain toad because as much as i love that game when i picked it on picked it up on wii u when it first released i just like every other game on wii u just i fucking hate this console and i can't be fucked (laughs) playing it anymore as much as i want to play this game fuck this console and i stopped playing it so i was so happy when they announced that i was porting it because it was yes i can go back and play that and actually enjoy my time with it and i am and it works so well in handheld mode i don't know why you'd play it on the tv that seems like the worst way to play because it, it controls bad have you played mm. it on with the whole like motion sensor cursor thing that's on the yeah, fucking yeah, screen it's different yeah <laughs> no it's don't do that it's play that game handheld only play that game no. handheld only <laughs> it's such a pretty game though it's really nice yeah. to have on the tv but yeah that that way of aiming is a bit a bit difficult oh i found well, it. It, it yeah it's weird because you're talking about that the essence of captain toad essentially came from super mario 3d world which i personally find to be one of the best looking mario games i've ever played and you know i say that in the same vein of super mario odyssey one of the nicest looking games but not my favorite mario game um i felt that super mario i had a lot more fun playing super mario 3d world than what i did with odyssey only because i think the layout of odyssey was a little bit I mean, they, they said, oh, you know, it's a true sequel to 64. But with Odyssey, I found that it just went by too fast for me to even notice. Mm. And with uh, Super Mario 3D World, I just still think that ranks so high on my list of one of my favorite Mario games. Up there with, like, Galaxy 2. And oh, wow. it, yeah. It, it got overlooked. I, I feel that Super Mario 3D World got overlooked because it was on such a mediocre console like the Wii U. Um, I do actually that, agree with that. Yeah, I, 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 like I spent hours playing Super Mario 3D World to get like to get all the stars to make it to like the that final world where you go above like the moon and the clouds and all that stuff and you end up in that golden world whatever that we end up at that very final level. Spoilers for anybody who hasn't played it uh, because there'd be plenty of them, but plenty of you haven't. Um, but but also uh, you, you take on Bowser like it's. Yeah, no, it's so good. And and you know um, I'm hoping from the rumors that they're suggesting that they are going to try and port it over to the. Nintendo Switch. God, I hope... Because there's rumours that it might be New Super Mario Bros. U and there's rumours that it might be Super Mario 3D World. I'm, God, I hope it's 3D World because that game is so good. I yeah, mean, I wouldn't object either Switch way. As well. Absolutely perfect for the Switch, just taking off the Joy-Cons and being able to play, as, play yeah. together, especially since it's aimed so oh, yeah. so much towards that. Yeah. Like, I, I wouldn't agree. necessarily object either way. I there, There's some dud New Super Mario Bros. games out there, but... Oh yeah, U, true and you. You was not one of them. I I thought you was all right. Um, I just felt that two and you were just both of them were just not that good. I'll, I'll happily go. It. I'll happily go hard on um on two. Two's not that crash hot, and I wasn't yeah. a massive fan of uh, New Super Mario Brothers Wii, but the original Wii, DS one. Really? Yeah, the the original DS one and you, I think, are fantastic. Okay. Mm. I think the the original DS one was just so... It was actually mind-blowing at the time having Mario return back to 2D and you can do all the triple jumps and wall jumps and that in the 2D games. I thought that was really awesome, but... I thought it was groundbreaking, to be honest. Yeah. Yeah, Yeah, I think that probably skews my view a little bit, the nostalgia. Well, they they marketed it as 2.5D side-scrolling Mario, I remember at the the time, and it was really like a callback 
I remember seeing like early screenshots of the game and thinking, holy crap, that looks so good. And when they brought it out, finally, I was surprised by it because it was given to me as a gift because I was heading overseas at the time and uh, I was given it as a gift. And God, I loved um, using my brothers on the DS. It was so good. Hmm. Yeah. There you go. Drooby, uh, what have you been playing? <laughs> <laughs> I've been playing a bit of Captain Toad as well. Uh, yes. I never, I never bought it on Wii U because at at that at the time it came out, I think I just sort of said to myself, oh, I'm not really fussed about playing <laughs> playing it, this right. console much anymore. Um, but my God, it's such a fantastic game. I uh, I enjoyed it a lot more than I thought I would. Just going into each level and really trying to hundred percent each level before you move on, I find it so satisfying especially in handheld mode where you can just pick it up and do a level and put yep. it down. And I uh, I had to go at the 3DS version as well because I was curious. Like, oh, you know, what's the difference? Like, how did they port this Wii U game to the 3DS? And um, surprisingly, it's the exact same game. It's just really blurry. <laughs> <laughs> oh, wow, yeah. Really, really blurry. Oh, dear. Like, uh, when you look at the small details on the Switch version, you can see the, the flowers... Flapping, and you can see the grass and all that swaying. It looks really awesome, but the 3DS, you just, um, yeah, it's really blurry. Like I'm playing on a 2DS XL. Maybe if you're playing on the uh, smaller 3DS, it might prove it a bit. I don't know, mm. but yeah, but it's it is the same game. So if you want if you want that puzzle sort of uh, mm. platformer in your pocket, and your switch is a bit too big, I'll probably say go for get the bigger pants. 3DS version. Yeah, I was gonna yeah. say just get bigger <laughs> pockets. But, <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> it is. Get it some is lining in your pockets, and like yeah. get some lining sewed into your pocket so you can just shove it in there. Yeah, or you take off the Joy Cons, you put them in, and then you put the Joy Cons in the other pocket. Yeah, there we go. Solved. Problem solved. Yeah. You don't need a got phone, it. nor wallet, nor keys. Just make sure you got pockets available. You no, chuck bits. your car keys in in the river next to you, then you just t- put the switch in, and you're good. <laughs> That's yeah, exactly. I'll say with um on, on Captain Toad, obviously it's been years since I played the the Wii U version, but when I booted up the Switch version, I thought it looked. 10 times better than how it looked in my memory. And I don't know if it's just the screen compared to, or maybe it's just having it so close to my face playing it in handheld compared to sitting on a couch playing it. Maybe it's just the the frustration of not holding some Tupperware in your hand. Yeah. yeah, Maybe (laughs) (laughs) Maybe it's not the cloud of anger that, that was covering (laughs) me every time I played the Wii U. (laughs) What's that? Crackle, 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 plastic, plastic, plastic. Yeah. (laughs) Oh dear! Yeah. No, I agree. Look, it does look a lot prettier. Yeah. yeah, I don't know. Maybe I think maybe the hardware inside the, the you know they've even said the hardware inside the uh, Switch is better than the Wii U, which I kind of find astounding that they can actually fit better hardware in the. But I mean, I've been surprised. You've been, we've been surprised by um, some of the AAA titles that have come out on the Switch, um, like Wolfenstein and Doom, that look amazing, just as amazing on the Switch as they do. You know, if we, they're on low res settings on the PC, right? But they look incredible in handheld mode on a switch you know what i mean so yeah yeah surprises so give us a um, captain toad too <laughs> yeah. please yes <laughs> um i want to ask you guys uh who have played the walking dead the final season because that's just come out on switch today uh, so i'm just yes. a bit I'm, I'm curious what you guys think of the first episode of that dylan you um i I think it's a... Me and Paul basically agreed because we, we talked about it on, on the episode of Plat we did together that it's yeah. a, a very long drag but feels necessary at the same time. It's the longest episode as far as I'm going to say I'm aware. I haven't gone back to like 
test every fucking Telltale episode. But two and a half hours is quite lengthy. And for a series approaching... Well, not approaching. For a series in its final season, it does a lot of setting up new characters and all this sort of stuff that you wouldn't think is what you would be doing in the final season. You'd just be getting towards the finish line. But Mm. then the cliffhanger ending kind of makes you go, okay, yeah, okay. Give me, I'm on board. Give me, give me more. So let's let's see this thing out with three more episodes. Yeah, I do agree that it's a bit weird that we're kind of having to go through that setup thing. But I've also found that each season, and we, we try to ignore the third season because it's hot trash. But yeah. um, like it keeps just drop. Like each season, we pick up with her being dropped into a new time period, mm. new setting. So we almost have to get that set up every single time because here's a bunch of new characters. We're not bringing that much with us each time. Um. In this case, we bring AJ along, but that's that's about the extent of it, and it means that you're kind of and even then he's I don't know Dylan. What would you say? Maybe another two. He seems about two, three years older than what we he last is, saw. Yeah. Well, I mean, the thing with AJ that's so weird is he's in season two as a baby, like he, he's born in that season. You know, yeah. that's how we we introduced AJ is, is a baby in season two, and in season three, spoilers for season two and three. Walking down at this point. In season three, we don't see AJ at all because he's off at a different community and the storyline is about Clem trying to find him. And at this point, he's, I don't know, four or five, I guess, is the, the rough idea or something along those. You know, he's yeah, he's old enough to be walking, talking to, to a degree, but you never actually meet him and interact with him in that game. And mm. so going to the final season... He's there, he's a character. And he's waving he's, guns around. He's waving guns around, which is really creepy. But I would say it's really you don't meet AJ as a character until season four. Because yeah. He, yeah, he's a... And he's the most interesting element of it and a character that I haven't seen in either the comics or the TV shows tackle. Because most of the children that you have in The Walking Dead previous, like Carl, for example, are people who were born pre-epidemic and kind of just trained how to deal with the the scenario, much like the adults uh, are dealing with it. But AJ is a child born into this world. And with that comes the the problem of he doesn't really know right from wrong, you know? Is killing this human bat? I don't know. What's the difference between killing this human and killing a zombie? Just killing's killing. He's at the, the episode literally starts with him in the back of a car as Clem's driving. He's just twirling a gun around. And it's really creepy. Just gun barrel. Just click, click, click. And yeah, Clem's before you like, even see him, you can actually hear bef- this. Yeah, you just hear it. And it's really off-putting and creepy. And of course, us as uh, adults see a kid with a gun and you're like, that's that's scary, that's freaky. But Clem, in the world that they're in, isn't like, put the gun down. You can't play with the gun. You're a child. She's just like, can you stop that? That's a bit annoying. So they're tackling interesting it, elements. Yeah, this it's season. the equivalent yeah. of and me as a teacher, he, uh, a student tapping a pen whilst I'm trying to talk to them yeah. or whatever. Like, it's a bit annoying. Put that. Can down. you stop, or I might flog you? Yeah, <laughs> Jesus, Paul. <laughs> is, is that the same reaction you would have to a kid with with a like a, a gun or something? Like, Put that down. Uh, God damn it! Just get it out of here. Come on, save it for later. <laughs> <laughs> what you do at home is your own business. Almost um, I'm the, kidding, dialogue, the, the, the dialogue that you're just talking about kind of reminds me a little bit of um, you know what we usually see in games like The Last of Us. And um, you know, you go back to... It's funny because when The Last of Us 2 comes out, we're kind of re, like, re-experienced those kind of themes again. So very, very um, scary world to even think about living in, yep. in those kind of things. You know what I mean? 
My um, um my one go to thing for it is if you kind of dived off at the the third season because you didn't like it, and I'm someone who only played the third season to get ready for the fourth because I didn't like the look of it at all. I would suggest just Wikipedia what's necessary from season three and jumping into season four. So yeah, yeah, so I'll completely unnecessary. Three, then you reckon? Yeah. So was it? It's not necessary to play three at all, really. Because yeah. yeah, I haven't be, played three yet, so. I'll be honest, I've been trying to get in. I've tried like probably like three or four times to get into even season one. I can't do it. It just doesn't grab, grab me. I don't anymore. think season That's one fair. has aged well. Mm, maybe. Look, I've played, like I, I played a lot of Telltale games though. That's the thing. Like Tales from the Borderlands is my favorite Telltale game to be honest. And I wish that got a Switch port because that would be freaking amazing. Um, even though it's regularly available like on iPads and uh, you know uh, whatever else the portable mm. devices are out there. But I, I, I wish there were... Um, you know, uh, switch ports of some of these other um, Telltale games that are really good. Minecraft Story Mode I always found to be fun, um, and I, I played that on the Switch as well, which was really good. But I don't know, the, it's Walking Dead. You're right. It just I think maybe because it was part of their really old, like their their really stiff old engine, um, and it just didn't really appeal. That um and... that first season is their kind of crossing point because it yeah. combines a lot of what they're doing now, which is yeah. the talking and the interactive movie stuff, but it still has a lot of the puzzle solving, pick up items, you've got to use it as, grab the key, then walk yeah. over here yeah, and put the thing in here. point and click tendency. Point and click, that. yeah, that there was still one hand in here, one hand in here, and yeah. but now it's just very much you, you, conversation linear, choices. Linear, linear narrative linear, adventure. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Secret of yeah. Zombie Island. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I absolutely loved season one. I thought that was awesome when I played it back in 2012, but um, replaying it recently on PS4 to get the mm-hmm. Platinum, um, yeah, it, it was a it was a bit much sort of that first bit of the first episode sort of trying to get through the drugstore, finding out mm-hmm. what order yep. you've got to sort of get the keys and do all this. Like, okay, I don't really have, want to do this. But um, yeah, it's good to see that this has come to Switch finally. Um so the season is what was it on Switch? It's it's uh, thirty five ninety five. Yeah. So it's the same as the PlayStation version. Thank God. Which I'm really happy to see because Batman got uh, fucked. <laughs> I don't know if Stanley. you guys remember uh, last year that um, Batman, the Telltale series, <laughs> came out last year, and it was sixty two bucks for for the season. Jesus Christ! Which is just ridiculous. I don't know why they thought they could get away with that, and. Um, I don't think anyone bought it on Switch. It wasn't in the charts at all on the store or anything. So, well, I definitely wouldn't have bought it on the Switch because I play. Look, I played it on my PlayStation Four, and even then, it was buggy as shit on the PlayStation Four. <laughs> the amount of times it crashed on me. Mm. Um, I remember they actually sent me a code for that one, and I was like, "Yeah, no problem. I'll check it out." And the amount of times it crashed on me, I was like, "This is not even worth playing for the rest of it." But I did. I played through. I enjoyed it. Um, I especially, you know, I enjoyed um, Anthony and Gruber's um, version of the Joker, yeah. and you know, I got to actually talk with Anthony about it too, which was really cool. And but the the problem with it was the interruption of the game keep on, keep keeping on crashing, and it was like I am not buying this on Switch because of this, and I got a feeling that like playing it on Switch is going to happen again, and I am not even going to bother. I'm actually really yeah. curious, and Dylan and I spoke about it in regards to the PlayStation version of the game when it first came out. Um, the PS4 version was. And it was, I think, a surprise to the both of us, really, given the track record. It was as smooth as butter. There was not a single issue for either of us. And I'm really, really curious to see what happens now that translates over to Switch. Yeah. Um, 
Yeah, with, with Batman, um, I heard all the stuff about how buggy it was, and mm. I played up to episode three, finished that. I'm like, oh, no bugs. I don't know what everyone's on about. Mm. Then at the end of uh, episode four, it just it did the uh, the thing what um, Assassin's Creed. Oh, the face thing, Unity. The face thing, yeah. I, put, I actually put it on Twitter, so his whole face disappeared apart from his eyes and his mouth. I'm like, oh, yeah. shit. Yeah, I got that too. <laughs> then it crashed on me. <laughs> and... I was one of Batman's gadgets. Don't know what you're talking about. It <laughs> 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 raises their face. <laughs> <laughs> you can and, see and their went... brain and what they're thinking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I went back to the, the save point. I finished the episode. Then I started mm-hmm. episode five. And that whole episode was so jittery. It just—it was like frame by frame. I'm like, oh yeah. my god, this is really pulling me out. And I like, I absolutely loved the game. It was so—it was so much fun. I yeah. it's one of my first um, introductions to Batman. Oh like, wow! I, oh really? I, I wasn't really much of a Batman person at all, and I played that because it was free on PlayStation Plus, mm. and I absolutely loved it. And I went and watched nice. the, the Batman films and that after that. So I recommend that. Um, I recommend it a lot. Just. Uh, you have to get through some bugs in episode four and five, unfortunately. Yeah. Has the price come down on the Switch? I haven't, uh, haven't checked. I don't think yeah. it has. Otherwise, it would be on sale. But I'll mm. check now. Where? Yeah, I was going to say I'll grab my Switch, but I don't have one. Yeah. I am. Um, I was going. Yeah, I'll, I'm, I'm jumping on it right now. I was going to say um, the, the 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 thing that kept me honestly on there, um, like keeping kept playing. Honestly, was the portrayal of the characters like Troy Baker's Batman, as I said, like Anthony's mm. Anthony Gruber's Joker. Those. Laura Bailey's uh, Catwoman, all all these things were pretty much like that's what's keeping me playing, to be honest. Uh, because if if it wasn't for the acting in the game, which was ten out of ten, I probably would have. There, there you go. Oh really? Sixty three bucks. Five. Holy shit! <laughs> nope. That's, that's, that's way too much. Yeah, no, no, not not worth it. I think I I think I paid like twenty nine ninety five for the second season. Like what the hell? And that, and I think the second season came out within the same time frame as the first season on the Switch. Yes, it did. Uh, yeah. I don't think season two's not on the Switch. It's just season one. Yeah, there, there you go. No, no, I'm talking about like the second season came out on the PS4. Yeah, on, yeah. yeah, I within, believe within that. that same yeah, time yeah. frame. Yeah, and I paid like half the price. Yeah, I don't know what the the uh, the I don't know what the Switch tax is on that. It's literally literally <laughs> double the price. Yeah. I don't know what's going on there. Don't forget, the there's also the Australia tax in there. That's no, right. Oh my god. <laughs> some games on switch they're actually they'll actually um a bit cheaper i got um the adventure powers and it was something like four dollars cheaper or six dollars cheaper yeah i did hear okay. about that so, and that's a great game too yeah fantastic so not, game yeah not every game is more it's kind of odd how some games just yeah i'm not i'm more. I'm not afraid to admit it i've cheated the system a couple of times here and um switched over to like the american goodbye um, eShop <laughs> American eShop and um, uh, bought games from there because it uh, like I've, I've done the equation and I've noticed that uh, some of the games are like almost ten dollars cheaper on the American eShop than what they are on yeah the um, Aussie one you know and I'm just like really really are they are they actually putting an Aussie tax on these games right now <laughs> so yeah I'm, uh, it befuddles me how we end up paying like a premium on some of these games. I mean, look, PlayStation Network does it as well. I think there's like a $20 premium on Spider-Man uh, for us. In America, it's fifty nine ninety nine to pre-order Spider-Man uh, digital store and ninety nine ninety five Australian. And I did the equation to the US dollar and everything, eighty two ninety nine. it costs to pre-order 
from the I mean American that store. that that particular one not is not exclusive to Spider Man. That's that's the typical no, translation. Their that's just R R P. Is our full price. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, that's correct. You know, and it just makes me think we are still paying it. Like we're paying a digital premium to to pre order these games on the PlayStation Network, but but it's also you know on the Switch as well. So I'm not kind of saying it's just one thing. It also does it on the Xbox as well. I, I remember I pre-ordered Mirror's Edge Catalyst on my Xbox from the US store as well because it was almost, I think, $35 cheaper to pre-order it on the US store than what it was on the Aussie store. So That's the real trick that we're in at the moment. Like, we're still in this... <clears throat> at the moment, all three publishers, are, like console manufacturers, as yeah. well as the third-party publishers, are still upholding to brick-and-mortar stores. Yeah. So yeah. they can't... Or they're not in a position yet to undercut digitally the the retail price in store. Yeah. They can't they can't have big switch exclusive X. I don't know. Let's say it's Smash for example, um, going for a hundred dollars at EB and JB and eighty ninety digitally because that will you'll just never, aggravate the retailer and the retailer will just bail on them. Yeah. You'll, you'll, you'll never see those games 100 bucks at JB. Um, well, yeah, sorry. Because... They're doing a great job. But yeah, sorry. The, the RRP. Well, no, 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 <laughs> no, you're thank, right. Thank you, for the, thank you for the compliment. Company man over here, Dash, is trying to defend his company. No, but what I'm saying is <laughs> the reason you'll never see it like at $100 at like places like JB or Big W or Target or anything like that is because um, we... what um, now, now I'm talking company man. <coughs> Excuse me. So what they do is um, they suffer a loss when they sell those kind of games but what they do is they they count it as a um they count it as a profit when you when you have a customer who comes in and buys like um, a, a cheap headset or something and buys the game with it or even somebody who comes in and buys a console and that and it obviously comes becomes profit but if i'm selling a console on its own it's loss if i'm selling a game on its own it's loss if i'm selling a really like a, one of those five dollar or even a a packet of batteries, double A batteries with the game, they look at it as profit. Oh, okay. Yeah, it, Big W does the same thing with somebody who comes in, buys the game, and they walk out with a bottle of water, a bottle of Coke, or even, you know, those big bloody buckets of Chupa Chups or anything like that. That's a, pro- <laughs> that's a profit. So it's just to get you in. That That's all it is. Right. That's it. Yeah. Right. Oh. Get you in the door and then hit you with the and, rest. And that's why when you go to EB Games and you... Uh, price match with JB and you see that little cringe in their face when you say price match and you just seem like okay <laughs> that's why because they get it that becomes a loss immediately mm. and they got nothing else in the store to basically turn around and make a profit from I just assumed because they, they got like a big crate of the games or something and they got each game for a lot cheaper than they'll get yeah. it yeah, yeah. But, oh, you, you'd be surprised yeah but it's just the fact that um, they they don't they don't like, like EB Games. Do not like it when you do the price matches, like at all. It no. just you can even read it on the employee's face because you can tell that they're probably going to copy from their higher ups as well when you price match. But hey, man, you know what? They have a price matching policy. Take advantage of that shit. We're yeah, through the sure. looking glass, everyone. That's right. My my local EB Games was the worst at one stage. Uh, they wouldn't they wouldn't price match. They're like they wouldn't let you. What? Really? <laughs> they can't not <laughs> let you. They're pretty much the only games. Uh, store in town so they oh, they used right. to be in a complex with only a Kmart okay. so they said oh well the only the only place you can price match is Kmart and that Kmart doesn't do video games yeah <laughs> I don't think any Kmart does video games anymore not anymore no no yeah. no so what what they what they did they've they've moved to another complex now that and oh, well. they're right across from Big W well they oh. fucked them so they don't have a choice <laughs> yeah. 
I, I have actually heard that policy before, though, when it comes to EB. Yeah. Unless, um, unless the the place that you're trying to price match with is within, I think it's 20Ks or something. Yeah. 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 Maybe, maybe it's less than that. They don't want to play ball because their yeah. argument is that whatever it is that you'll save by price matching, yeah. you could spend having to drive over there. So buy with us. You know, you turn around and say yeah. to them, okay, then I'll just price match with my digital store. I'll buy it from yeah. there from now on. You can get back. <laughs> Yeah, um, I'll just download it, and I won't even come in your store and buy right. plushes, whatever. Like, I, I won't. I won't name my closest EB, but they they know me for my writing and podcast stuff. So they they're happy to play ball with me when I walk in today, for example, with Monster Hunter and go price matching Fair with enough. JB. I know you don't have one in town, but do it please. And they they'll knock the twenty dollars off for me, which was good. Thank you, nice. EB. But um, yeah, I understand that not every store is prepared to do that. Yeah, sure. So wait, wait, Drew, you don't have a JB in town? No. no. Closest one's Adelaide, which is four and a half hours away. <laughs> Fuck it <laughs> up. <laughs> so no. Can't dash time to start talking to people, make it happen. I'll try my best. Preferably yeah. in his backyard, please. I'll, I'll do my, my best. <laughs> no, I'll, I'll just be looking at I'll look at I'll be looking out my window just saying, Hey, sorry, I'm not coming in today. I'm actually downloading my games. Um <laughs> I hate to tell you. <laughs> Well, it looks like you don't even have you don't you can just leave it on by the thing but by, by the looks of things you're trying to rack up some hours uh, yeah. by cheating trying to trying to get yourself looking at, uh, like you're racking up more hours than Dylan over here on Pokemon <laughs> Quest. Yeah, I'm trying to be the Dylan Blight of uh, Pokemon Quest. <laughs> How many hours do I have? Sixty five hours. There we go. Okay, you're halfway there. <laughs> yeah, halfway there. You can be my, like me one day. It's okay. Come on, okay. those are rookie numbers. You got to get yeah. those numbers up. <laughs> Towards the end, though, it's so grindy. I'm sort of, I'm sort of swearing me out. Just you kidding me. Dylan's going to go to bed tonight and rake up another five hours on top. Come on, get to it. Damn it. <laughs> All right, oh, guys, man. let's move into some uh, news that happened this week, I guess. After yeah. 45 minutes. <laughs> I don't know what Good you expected everyone. from this podcast, but you've got it. <laughs> you mean yeah, this isn't I the end? Of, I, I knew what I was expecting. I think. Yeah. <laughs> Um, so all of these are from mynintendonews.com. They seem to be they they're a good website I've been using just to uh, keep track of uh, Nintendo news. So if you're interested in keeping up the news, go go to their website. Go of on, Philip Mewson, give it to us. Yeah, yeah, Philip Mewson. <laughs> hey guys, this is all my all my content. Um, here we go. <laughs> uh, so sales of the Switch version of Blossom Tales have uh, surpassed Steam by a factor of twenty. Uh, this this was news a while back that it was about fifteen times the amount that uh, that was sold on Steam. Now now the publisher has come out and said that it's outsold the amount of copies sold on Steam by twenty to mm. twenty times, which is quite incredible. Yeah, so we actually had the uh, developers of Blossom Tales on a few episodes ago, and they were absolutely over the moon with the uh, reception the Nintendo communities had to their game, and it actually sold, saved their studio. Mm. From from going under, so no, that, that is incredible. It's a, it's another story on Switch, which is much people like these games. Have you guys had an op- opportunity to play Blossom Tales? Still not yet. Still not. I thought about it. it's on sale at the moment. I was literally looking at it last night, going, "Do I? Do I want it?" Then I'm like, "I got fucking Octopath, Captain Toad." Like, no, yeah. I you chuck money at walls sometimes, Dylan, and that would be one of those purchases. But it's definitely on the the list when some of the games get finished yeah mm. I don't know if I can right now as I said uh, I've got to um, I've got to finish off Spider-Man before I do anything <sighs> but 
I'm sorry, I know I keep shoving it in your face, but it's there. Like honestly, it's but it is it has been one of the um, games that I have been looking at um, to play definitely. And and hmm. like Dill said, it's on sale at the moment, so I might actually just chuck that for twenty percent off. I think at the moment. You know yeah. what? That's not a bad. I might actually grab it while we're talking. Yeah, yeah. that's not a bad deal at all. Um, it is was it is one of those ones. I think there was an even bigger sale, maybe. I'm going to say two or three Mm. months ago, and I picked it up then with the intent to playing it, and it didn't eventuate. But um, I've now got it there, so it's. it's I'm pretty sure the first time I heard about it was the first uh, House of Mario episode I I did, and Drew was on about it then, and I was like, "Sounds cool, great." And after we we finished recording, I went to my Switch, put it on the wish list. Mm. It stayed in that wish list since then. It actually, by the looks of things, it just looks so much like... Um, oh, it's Zelda. Other, uh, a link, link yeah, to the past. <laughs> it, it's yeah, Zelda. It's yeah, it's, wanna, it's it definitely um, taken heavy inspiration from A Link to the Past. Definitely makes me want to play it, though. Yeah. Which are, is one of the reasons I find it funny that they were surprised it sold so much better on the Switch to Steam. Do you, do yeah. you think you're... Uh, do you think the Zelda... Or well, I had to use the word clone, but do you think you're... Well, do you think your Zelda-inspired game... <laughs> is going to sell better on Steam or the Switch? Yeah, I think exactly. the more appropriate yeah. name for clone would have been what was that? The other Zelda clone um, that no. really reminded me of Wind Waker. Oh, oh Ocean Horn. Ocean Horn. Yeah, Ocean Horn. Ocean yeah. Horn. Yeah. That's the one. That if we're talking Zelda clones, you can't get any more Zelda clone than that game. Seriously, even from the bloody box art of that thing. All right, <laughs> you can clearly see Link on the box art of that thing. <laughs> yeah, like that game blew up on Switch as well. Just. People are obviously hungry for a top-down Zelda game on Switch. Yeah. Well, yeah. I think it was like one of the first uh, demos out as well, so... Yeah. Nintendo doesn't release them enough, is the the thing. You know, people would pay for a, a top-down Zelda game every six mm. months, or at least once every year, mm. but Nintendo doesn't give people the opportunity to put their money down for that. Yeah, but you know? then people will complain too, because they'll say, oh, Nintendo's just milking their franchises I, and yeah I reckon I mean, everyone would complain and at the same time as complaining they would be fucking playing them so <laughs> it's, it's a exactly. weird sort yeah. of um, complaint for people to be making anyway because we've seen a steady trickle of Zelda for decades now it's just that it's been shared across a home console and a um, portable platform now the portable platform is also the home console a yeah. question with no notice how many Zelda games do you think will be on the platform by the end of the generation New ones, so not ports. We'll, we'll oh. say no ports. New ones, probably like three or four. Oh, and that's so that obviously we've yeah. already got one in Breath of the Wild. But mm, yeah, are we counting uh, the Dynasty Warriors thing? What's that? Oh, no, okay. that's a port. No. Nah. Okay, um, then yeah, I'd probably say three or four. Like Drew as well. Yeah, I I'm mean, I'm true. inclined to think think three or four. Like this, this platform's got some legs, so I wouldn't rule out the possibility that we see another 3D Zelda of some sort. Um, and then we've we've seen the Zelda team work on 2D games in the form of Link Between Worlds or whatever over the journey as well. And I figure there's scope for one or two of them to drop as well. So I feel like we're in a pretty good space where we're going to get a nice mix of those games from Nintendo. And then when you get the likes of Blossom Tales as well, it just adds to the, the pool of available games there. It's, I think it only bodes well. Alternative question on that, if you're going to count remasters how many zelda games are at the end of the console life cycle if you're going to count remasters and ports all of them 
Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I was. That's what I was gonna say. All of them. Yeah. Wait, are you talking about re-releases like on the on their everything? Uh, so virtual console. If they bring Wind Waker over, if they bring oh, Skyward Sword, bring everything over. Everything. I don't think they're going to bring Wind Waker over though. Oh no, actually. They no, Wind Waker. Over. I think it's all right. Skyward Sword might be the issue. Yeah. Skyward Sword Probably. has to come because you know why I didn't play that guy, game, everyone. You want to know why I didn't play that fucking game? Because it was on the it was on the Wii. If they if they port that, no, it was on the Wii. The Wii. Oh, the Wii. Oh, the Wii. Sorry. Um, it's I the Wii. I, yeah, but I don't like the fucking shaking around the. Yeah, no, that was shit. But the, didn't you like the Wii? Uh, the the Wii. Oh, I liked it better than the Wii U, but for the most part, I didn't like the. The, the waggly. You have, yeah, I know. The the you've, you've got to stop yeah. doing that, mate. <laughs> Look, the, the listers we can't see We haven't even gotten to the fan me, fiction yet. Jerking my no, gherkin over here, visual, but it, it's uh, fine. It's fine. Uh, no one can see uh, all the... What I was going to say was, uh, did you own a Wii? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I had a Wii. Did you... Oh, everybody owned a Wii, even, the, even your grandmother owned a Wii. But what I'm saying is, did, did, um, did you play Galaxy? <laughs> oh, I love Galaxy. I reckon Galaxy is my favorite Mario game. There's a lot of this in Galaxy, well, though. it's slight, because you can put the... You can have your controller by your, by your sides... And then when you need to do a spin in Galaxy, you know, you can do a, you can do just a slight little tap. You don't need to be holding it, pointing at the screen, you know, yeah. wildly wa- waving it around. So I'll, I'll give it, I'll give it to you though. You're right. And the reason, uh, the reason is because Skyward Sword came out right at the end of the Wii's life cycle. The and- motion plus the yeah. Thing. Oh my God. Yeah. And yeah. And, but, the, but the thing is by then everybody was over the uh, motion, mm. um, you know, movements and yep. controls. Everybody mm. was like, okay, this is just too gimmicky for me now. I can't keep up with this bullshit. Yeah. I don't want to keep moving my hands while playing a game. I just want to sit there with a nice controller in my hand. I think everybody was saying it. I just want to sit there with a controller in my hand and play a game. A bag- yeah, play the game. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and, and and honestly, I think that's also why the PlayStation 3 kind of boomed at the end of that generation as well because it was really... You had the Xbox 360, which was done, doing well until the Wii came out and then just kind of blew it over. And then you had PS3, which was just doing shit at the start. And then um, I feel that once the Uncharted movement, I call it, came out and threw it, <laughs> it just kind of helped it get up there. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm. I see Paul sitting there like, hmm. hmm. <laughs> uh, it's just, you said Uncharted and all of a sudden my heart just swelled. Yeah, I love Uncharted. <laughs> it's the best. It's so good. Uh, j- just with with Skyward Sword, I really I really liked the story, but the um the dungeons and the repetitive nature of sort of how the game was put together really turned me off by the end of it. Um, yeah, it's, if it's repetitive, do you think that having the ability to play it as a on the go game, if they ported it to the Switch as a handheld, would kind of fix some of that? Like nah, it would. Nah. No, I, I absolutely. You can just see how they put the game together. Like it's just like do a dungeon. Do the challenge, find okay. the dungeon. Do like it. It just re- rinsed and repeated the whole time, and um, I ended up putting it down for two weeks just because I was like, oh, I can't be, I can't be bothered. Yeah. But um, the story was good enough, but it pulled me through. If I didn't care about that story, it wouldn't have, um, it wouldn't have appealed to me much. But see, I'd argue yeah. Dylan's point actually works in that case because of the the pick up and play nature of the the switch and the fact you can do it in little bite sized chunks means that you perhaps don't, especially if you're new to Skyward Sword and you've not played it before, then mm. you maybe don't detect that stuff because you're picking it up, you maybe play for 10 minutes and there's half the dungeon. Or maybe, you know, a half hour binge, there's a dungeon done. Then you come back and you do another thing. And, like, they're only little pieces, so they're always segmented off. Yeah. And that yeah. might make those a little bit easier to swallow. There's a good game there, but I th- I feel like it's... Um, there's a lot of problems with Skyward Sword and I'd rather have something like Ocarina of Time or Majora's Mask or even Twilight Princess, I feel like 
you know, it would be a better game to sort of pick up on the Switch, but... Mm. Oh, they're all going to come. They're all coming. <laughs> they're all coming. Every single one. That'd be great. That'd be awesome. Yeah, that was the first story, wasn't it? That was. <laughs> <laughs> and we're almost an hour in. Oh my <laughs> God. So we've... Uh, guys, are you guys excited for King K. Roll to come to Smash? Yes. Um, yes. <laughs> I saw I'm the like, Amiibo the other day. Made me but laugh. Man, I love that bloke. It's not the selling point for me, but... Yeah. <laughs> uh, there's a Twitter account called Kremlin Campaigner with a K. Mm. And they Good. actually sent a letter to Sakurai to oh, uh, wow. thank him for including them uh, him in the game. So <laughs> they, <laughs> they say, on behalf of every Donkey Kong Country fan and King K. Rule supporter around the globe, thank you for listening to us and thank you for being an amazing game director. Words alone cannot describe happy we are. Uh, thanks to his inclusion in Super Smash Bros. Ultimate, King K. Rool will f- forever be immortalized as a Nintendo All-Star, looking better than we could have ever imagined. Uh, this moment is quite literally a dream come true. Your hard work is an inspiration to everyone working in the video game industry and to every anybody considering joining it. We have no doubt that Ultimate will not only be the best game in the Super Smash Bros. series, but one of the best video games ever made. Period. Because like King K. Rool, um, I wasn't a huge Donkey Kong Country fan. I, I quite enjoy yeah. the games, but I wasn't clamoring for King K. Rool. But King K. Rool is one of the most requested characters in Super Smash Bros. period, apart from Ridley. And now that we're seeing Ridley and King K. Rool, <laughs> it is quite uh, quite surreal actually seeing these um, little pockets of the Nintendo community quite happy. Can I, can I, can I just... Um make note here I've, while you were reading that I was just watching Dylan kind of soaking in in this letter like what is this horse shit <laughs> like what is this this is fucking bullshit like I, I, can I just say that it's just so it is so bad I remember like back at when they were talking about Brawl and they were uh, back at Super Smash Brothers Brawl and they were talking about characters getting released like uh, on the website how they were showing each character um, reveal back back in 2006 and Everyone's like, where the fuck is King K. Rool? Where is King K. Rool? I'm just like, you're going to be kidding me asking for King K. Rool. Of all fucking characters you ask for, you're asking for King K. Rool? We want big characters like Sonic, and we got Sonic, which was really good. Yeah. Um, but, like, King K. Rool is not, for me personally, a selling point. I love, like, Donkey Kong Country is one of my favorite of all time uh, on, on Super Nintendo, but King K. Rool is not a selling point. But, yeah. I mean, I think, I, I think it'll be great to have him there just for a bit of a laugh. Oh, yeah. I, I don't play yeah. as those big, heavy characters. Um, no. It doesn't kind of suit the way I play Smash, but it'll be good fun to do it. And I, while you were discussing that whole thing and kind of reading out the quote, I went diving for that Twitter account and I found it. Um, <laughs> oh, no. 2,222 followers. Oh, one, of them, one of them being David Wise, the composer of oh, Donkey Kong yes. Country. I love it. So I'm like, all right, I can get around this. <laughs> But um, also, yeah, it's been active since 2014. Like, they've been asking them for him oh, for a shit. long, long time. And they're located at that Crocodile Isle, so... Yes. Wow. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> they've got their own Discord. Jesus <laughs> Christ. Are you serious? They must have been just sitting there all day talking about King K. Rule. <laughs> Can you imagine the day that, like, when that finally dropped? That's That Discord had a party. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. That's all, it. All We're five all playing I, I'll... tonight. Donkey Kong Country, everybody. <laughs> It's like I'll say this for it's, it's like when you've for, got these the little king. pockets of uh, like the, the Nintendo community. You're just like the Nintendo a character gets announced. You're like, 
oh, why the hell did they put him in? Who cares? Who cares? <laughs> there's like such yeah. a passionate group. Um, yeah. That absolutely loves it. And like watching the gameplay that come out just before Gamescom of the character, he looks like a lot of fun. He looks similar to yeah. um, what you would expect from King DDD. Like he's, he's a strong, fat, like yeah. goofy character. It'd be a lot of fun yeah. to play as, yeah. I, I will say that I'm glad that they did include in his character, uh, his variation of Captain K. Rule in his character. That, that, that was really cool because Donkey Kong, Diddy's Conquest is actually my favorite out of the three. Agreed. Uh, out of the three originals, yeah. Um, I think there's going to be like a bit of an uproar that they didn't include the third version of him just because there's those people who are like, oh, but you know, where is, uh, I can't remember, I think it's Baron K. Rulenstein or something. I think that was the third one. But yeah, um, and I always complain about something. Yeah, nah, they're, they're it's, gonna, it's all about the king. Like. The king is back. But yeah, King K. Rule and a little bit of Captain K. Rule uh, salted on there, which is really good. Um, look, I'm happy that they got what they wanted, but it's not the selling point. The selling point to me is um, honestly the gameplay. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. What? Oh. Well, hold on. <laughs> somebody's about <laughs> to cop it. <laughs> <Jesus>. <laughs> Shit's happening. <laughs> Drew, you're about to cop some shit, boy. I just wanted to say that I'm home. Okay, hello. <laughs> just get the fuck out of here. Cut it or keep it, this will be good for everyone. <laughs> for us watching, for a second, I was like, it's a serial killer. And I was like, wait, no, 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 no it's fine, it's fine. <laughs> Jeez, I could hear the footsteps. <laughs> what the fuck? King oh, K. Rool? Hey, what? You should have heard there's, there's, there's someone stomping sound. in coming to get me. You should have heard the sound of the door on our side like, oh shit, he's in trouble. Yeah. <laughs> You're fucked. Um, I'll, 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 I'll... So, yeah, I I find it hilarious that they've, they've announced the, the king. Because I'm not a... Donkey Kong's fine to me. I don't really care. I, I, I laughed. But at the same time, I'm not like, who the fuck cares? I'm, I'm happy that people are happy. You, you tell me a story about this this fan base with the Twitter account. It makes me laugh, but at the same time, it's I'm like I'm glad that those people are happy. I almost but, feel like this community you know, you have a little chuckle. Law. It's great. Yeah, I'm, yeah. It's, it's, I'm, I'm sure they've brought an island together. They're all going to move there one day. Whatever. I just, I just laughed before when he was reading. Dylan's just sitting there with his, you know, his hand over his mouth. Like, this is such bullshit. But yeah, okay. <laughs> oh man. The internet, everyone. Uh, yeah. Um, the next one is uh, Bethesda says that the Nintendo Switch games have proved to be highly popular. Um, <laughs> <laughs> wow, okay. A Fuck. Quote from uh, Pete <laughs> really? Hines uh, when he spoke with IGN. He says, uh, referring to the games, it was highly popular. Uh, all of the stuff that we did, I think uh, folks enjoyed and appreciated. And we wanted to make sure we said the right thing that this is a title that we want to bring to Switch and we think it's going to be another awesome experience. So it's good to see that um, some of these games are going well on Switch. I haven't actually had an opportunity to play Doom or Wolfenstein 2 on the Switch well, Pete, yet. But... Pete, let, 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 let's give it to you straight, mate. It's simple. Anything that you make that's big and popular and you put it on a portable console, it's just going to be popular regardless. Like People are going to soak that shit in. Seriously, it, like... They'll show it, soak it in like a sponge and love it, or like because they'll be able to take it everywhere with them, you know. Yeah. Wolfenstein, Doom, um, you know, Elder Scrolls. Right, you take it, you put put a portable. People love that shit. So, yeah, yeah. It just depends, like for because Doom Eternal's coming out too. It um, it just depends on if you want to sit down, have 
your 60 frames per second, gorgeous graphics, surround sound, or you want mm. to uh, have the opportunity to pick it up on Switch and have uh, 30 frames and lower graphics. Just depends on what sort of experience you you want, whether yeah. you want the portability. <clears throat> yeah. Mm. No, I agree. I, I, I think anyone who's got a choice isn't going to play it on the Switch. No. However... <laughs> It's for for the Nintendo fan base yeah. to have the opportunity to play these games is fantastic, and I love seeing the the third party support, especially from Bethesda this generation on Nintendo console. Mm-hmm. Um, the only reason I'd ever pick up any of these games is second playthrough, handheld for fun. I'm going on a holiday. Oh fuck it, I'll buy Wolfenstein or Doom again just for the sake of having something to play. Why not? But none of these games, as someone with access or you yeah. know the privilege to have the access to PC, Xbox, PS4, Switch. I've got everything. I'm not going to choose to play it on the Switch because you, you know where I'm the just best handicapping myself. Yeah. yeah, you know where you got to go. But I'm, I am quite happy that the, the Nintendo fan out there who just buys a, the, the Switch gets to play these yeah. games. Mm. And they run well enough from what I've heard. Yeah. You, you're, not, you're not playing a utterly terrible experience. It's not a Telltale you're, game. You're not... Yeah, it's not a Telltale game. You're not playing the best version of it. You're not Just playing full circle. the. You're not playing the best version, but it, it's fine. It doesn't really yeah, matter. So I agree. it's good. Mm. Yeah, the, what holds me back from um, buying some of these games? Um, I forked out for Skyrim, but for Wolfenstein and Doom, just them coming out so much later and being so much more expensive. That's what holds mm. me back. Um, by the time you could get Wolfenstein Two for. $90 on the Switch eShop, you could probably get it for $20 <laughs> for, yeah. on the PS4 or Xbox One. So, um, yeah. How much did you um, pay for uh, St- Stick of Truth? No, whatever, the Fraction um, Battle? It was on sale for 53 on the eShop. Holy shit. I think it's like $10 right now on PlayStation Network. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's the that's the, like the point I was reaching, yeah. I suppose, is that... Yeah, but that, that was a game where I thought it would benefit a lot from having it on Switch, so... Yeah. yeah, I, I agree. Yeah. That's a that is an RPG that is going to play it on the Switch is a great place to play the, either of those South Park games, I think. But um, are they going to release at a cheaper price point? Any of these Ubisoft big AAA, any of these Bethesda AAA games, they're not going to release at a cheaper price point, even if they come out two years later, three yeah. years later, they're still going to release at the highest price point and people are still going to play it. And I don't think you can complain too much. Then they're, they're not reaching for the day one audience yeah. of these. They're like, here, do you want to replay it on the go? Here, you've only ever had the Switch. Well, now's your chance. Yeah, it's so. like uh, Ubisoft brought out Rayman Legends on Switch for sixty bucks last year, and you can get it for yeah. probably it's like ten five dollars everywhere else. So, yeah. yeah, yeah, it's been on PS Plus, yeah, it has been, whatever yeah. else, and Xbox so. uh, yeah. Gold and games with gold, gold, yeah, yeah. Well, isn't it funny that um, I remember. Um, when Watch Dogs came out, when they promised it was going to be at launch of the next-gen consoles or, or this-gen hardware um, back in yeah. 2013, and they basically delayed it until the following year. Um, and we only saw it on Xbox and PS4 and, I believe, PC um, at the same time. And they are like, oh, yeah, no, 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 it's coming for Wii U. We didn't see it for, like, probably another year and a bit before it ended up on Wii U. And they are like, oh, yeah, um, it's it's out. It's on Wii U. Uh, here it is, full $79 yeah. for you to mm. play. It's like, yeah, are you is, serious? Nobody's going to buy this. Which is funnily enough how many sales they got as well. About 79 <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> probably. It's probably the same as what else? Uh, Mass Effect, yeah. Batman on yeah. the that, Wii U. They yeah, all came out like a year later. Yeah, that the beginning and... of the generation was... Yeah. 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 Terrible, yeah. Yeah. to put it 
bluntly. That, that Mass Effect <laughs> port really confused me. They're like, oh, it didn't sell that well. So, well, you're putting it on a console that hasn't had ex- a- uh, access to the first two games. So, I don't know what yeah. you're expecting. Mm-hmm. Then, a couple of months later, they actually released the, the uh, trilogy on um, both the other consoles and not the Wii U. You think the Wii U would have been the one to put it on so you could have a new audience play through all three games. But Yeah, weird. Weird. EA, everybody. Oh, well. Yeah, even EA, <laughs> EA is just like, well, they didn't buy it. Yeah. So, well, I'm not going to jump in straight to the third one, but that doesn't surprise me. There, there's some smart people so, at these companies, but man, they can make some stupid decisions sometimes. Yeah. Oh, oh yeah. Yeah. <laughs> oh. To, to bring it back around to Bethesda, I, <laughs> I like the idea because it just clicked into my head. For some reason, I just pictured we're approaching the end of the, the current generation mm-hmm. and you can look at Bethesda's lineup of games and go, wow. All of their games, or ninety percent of the games, are all on Switch, PS4, and Xbox. That's a crazy thing to think about to me. Mm. You know that compared to the last few generations is is quite odd, especially if you're going to look at the games like D- Dooms on a Nintendo console, and yeah. you know the Doom Two Eternal's on a Nintendo console, and all these big violent R-rated games. You can take them on the go. Well, Fallout, it's quite crazy. Fallout Four is expected on Switch, isn't it? It's not announced. Yeah. No, it hasn't been announced, but they, they are, there is strong rumors suggesting that it will end up on Switch. That, that makes sense. And, and all, that'll probably end up at the time when 76 ends up on PlayStation and Xbox. So it's going to be one of those things where um, they end up saying, oh, you know, last-gen hardware. Like, this is, a, this is a thing. This is a theme that happens with Nintendo, unfortunately, where these developers say, well, it doesn't really have the capabilities of running it, but it can run Fallout 4, so, you know, here you go. Here's but, I mean, 4. what's the point? We're all, uh, everyone else is getting Fallout 76, and we're getting uh, Fallout 4, so that makes yeah. it 72 times worse than Fallout 76, right? <laughs> <laughs> Basic maths. That's right, yeah. It's just common sense, Paul. It's just common <laughs> sense at this point, yeah. Again, these publishers have no idea. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Tell me how much more time you'd spend in those settler compa- um, mucking around with your little home town if you can take fallout on the go though <laughs> oh yeah for sure <laughs> <laughs> so i'll have to leave i can leave my house now i don't have to stay here and just watch the tv that's right yeah <laughs> um so have you guys seen the uh new uh, super smash brothers um pro controller design that came out this morning it yeah. looks really sharp yeah. yeah um i'd hate it i think it's fa- i think it's fairly <laughs> Wait, basic <laughs> But I you think it, it does Dilf? the job. So have you basically, seen it, sorry, uh, basically yeah, okay. for those who haven't seen it, it's just uh, a pro controller with white handles and a white smash logo on the mm. on the face. Um, so it's not it's not it's not as pretty as the Xenoblade Two um, controller. I think that one's really nice with the red handles and sort of the red splash across it. But even the Splatoon one, yeah. I, I quite like. How did that one look in the end? It was multicolored. Like a, was it green and pink on the handles, like or the, was there a bit the, more to the, on the on the handles? Yeah, green and pink on the handles. I think it was and a des- it had splats all over, sort of yeah. where the buttons and that are. Yeah. Oh, cool! I didn't realize the yeah. splats were on there, but all right, awesome. It kind of reminded me, actually, uh, this one kind of reminded me a little bit of the Xenoblade one, um, mm. where the Xenoblade had the uh, very was it the pink, like the very dark, not pink, purplish yeah. handles, and yeah, and the you know the Xenoblade cross on it. Um, I, I liked the design of that controller. I, I like the design of this controller. However, I kind of find that it... I, I don't know how many 
people like, oh, it's Smash. I guess a lot of people will be buying it, but yeah. Um, <laughs> no, they won't. They'll be buying, <laughs> buying bloody GameCube controllers. GameCube controllers. That's a thing. And that's what I was going to bring up. The fact is they've got GameCube controllers out now with the, with the re-release of the adapter, which everybody was going completely freaking nuts over the first time. And mm. even people hocking them on eBay because a lot of people can get their hands on them. Uh, when the Wii U version came out, but I'm, I'm hoping that Nintendo learned their lesson from the last time, which, let's be honest here, yeah, that's not going to happen. Uh, but, um, you know, we'll see... Uh, I think we're going to see a lot more people buying the GameCube controller rather than the Pro Controller, which is a shame, because the Pro Controller is honestly the best... Other than the um, Allen R, L2, R, I don't even know what the Z, R, Z, 2, whatever it is. Yeah, yeah. The, yep. the two back trigger buttons at the top there uh, are not analog, they're digital. I'd still prefer if they were analog because the great thing about having that would be more accessibility for people to understand that some games on GameCube cannot handle digital buttons like um, Sunshine uh, with uh, Flood. You cannot actually have digital buttons to control Flood. You need the analog uh, buttons to control Flood or else yeah. um, it just doesn't make it make sense for the game to work. So there are certain things like that where people say, oh, you know, I'd love... Um, uh, what's it called? Virtual Console on... Switch so I can play Luigi's Mansion or uh, Sunshine or even like Smash Brothers Melee. It just it doesn't work like that. So uh, there are a couple of hardware things there on the Pro Controller that I understand. Whereas if they had the ha- hardware like they have now with the GameCube controller, which does have the analog triggers, it works like that. So personally for me, I'm going with a GameCube controller because I've already got a Pro Controller. Um, but I mean, don't get me wrong, it looks sharp, but yeah. Yeah. I've been I've been waiting for this Smash design to come out because I want a second controller and I knew they would inevitably have one. Um, mm. Like I want to start using the Pro controller for this iteration of Smash because yeah. um, I can't use the GameCube controller when the Switch is undocked and ha- having I'm over wires now. I'm just sick of them. I was really hoping they were going to announce like a WaveBird two, so like a, a wireless oh. GameCube controller for the Switch. That's what I would have really liked. But yeah, I'm not going back to wise. You give Nintendo too much credit. Yeah, well, <laughs> too much I'm credit. Not Again, credit. publishers <laughs> not very smart. Pipe dream. Yeah. So how's yeah. Mario, mate? Where are you going? Are you? <laughs> <laughs> um, I think this is the ugliest of all the pro controllers, and I know I'm probably wow. a minor- minority with that, which is which is fine. It's the prettiest. I, I, I think the Xenoblade okay. one is the best, and which is funny because you 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 think it's so similar, mm. but in my eyes, for whatever reason. That's at the top, and then this this smash one's down the bottom. Oh, wow, but okay. yeah, when I when I saw it pop up this morning, I was just like, "Ugh, that just seems like a quick Photoshop print job to me." I I, I don't like it at all. Mm. But if people buy it, they're happy. Whatever. I'm have a quick look at it again. I'm, I'm a fan of the the simplicity, account. like the white handles there, and then the you know the the logo. It's it's all very yeah. It's just very minimalist. I guess is the word I'm looking for there. I, it, yeah. And it really kind of caught my interest. I'm not going to grab it st- because I've already got too many controllers for bloody everything in this house. But <laughs> yeah, yeah, it looks pretty good. Is, <laughs> is that a steel book along with it there, Drew? Yeah, so that's a that's for the US. That's an important use. Special edition that comes with the game steel case and the controller. Get okay. that to Australia because I love myself a steel book. Yeah. Look, if they bring that deal to Australia, suddenly I have the shitty Pro Controller. <laughs> you, oh, man, you go nuts with those steel books, don't you? I do. Yeah. Yeah. They're I the best digital steel books. <laughs> they need more of them for Switch titles because the Switch steel books. Are, I've only got one so far, 
the Bayonetta one. one. That one was one really, really good. No, Xenoblade 2 did one. Xenoblade had... okay. I must have it because I've got the collector's edition and I don't even know. (laughs) must have it. (laughs) Have you not opened it? No, I have. Honestly, it's sitting up there and I haven't opened it. Oh, wow. (laughs) Yeah, because I got the code for it. I was like, well, on the shelf. (laughs) I've got a pretty box full of things. I can yeah. put up and well, it, think I mean, about I've got like all these boxes up here with the stuff and it's like I don't even have to open up half of them yeah, yeah. <laughs> you brought up a, a good point though I didn't really think about it until you said it Drew um, the, how, many, how many people are going to go move, a, move back from the GameCube controller because they want to chuck the switch in the bag with the pro controller to play at their you know docked handheld whatever mode you know as everyone does with Fortnite mm-hmm. now they just chuck in the, the pro controller with the console, and they they're set up ready to go where, wherever they are, face down at recess against your against your kids at school, you know. So they get a detention for I, me I, if they do that. Yeah. <laughs> and I smash their switch. <laughs> uh, kidding. Excuse kidding. me. I, I, love I love it. Such a meanie. Stop I, it. I, I Stop it. It's already a, dead. <laughs> I wonder how big of an element that'll that'll play in in Smash with people's controller choices i guess yeah I, I think most people will use the pro controller but more, the more competitive community will stick with their gamecube controllers you'll never take the gamecube controllers away from yeah yeah they, the yeah, you're not going to see someone on a, the esports scene playing with the the pro controller that'll be well maybe someone and then they smash everyone yeah, and i'll, someone, I'll yeah. laugh but like every, every, <laughs> yeah. every now and again at a tournament yet like for brawl you used to see people with a Wii remote nunchuck and you just sort of Looking at him, shaking your head. <laughs> yeah. You're talking about I shake my head at every esports conference. That's, no, that's yeah, yeah. Me, right? <laughs> oh, um, this, you this... know, what? I, I, I will say something though. Like, it'd be nice if they had a nice accessory to come out for the pro controller that actually sit the tablet on top, so that you're actually playing with the pro controller if you're on the go. I mean, I know that the Joy Cons are there for a reason, but I feel that a lot more people would rather be playing with the Pro than the Joy Cons. It's a bit heavy. It's a bit heavy though, isn't it? Like it'd be so heavy yeah. though, wouldn't it? Yeah, what is that enormous antenna sticking out of the top of your Switch? <laughs> <laughs> well, that's his. That's his. Uh... That's his microphone from his headset. Oh really? <laughs> oh, <my laughs> God. Trying to get reception here, guys. <laughs> For, for you, the listener right now, think about uh, a pen for the, the iPad and imagine that sticking out the headphone jack of your Switch. So about five metres into the air. Yeah. <laughs> and that's that's what we're currently seeing emerging from Drew's Switch at the moment. Yeah. The Franken-Switch. <laughs> this is... Uh, the next story is about the, the uh, Detective Pikachu movie. Um, oh, no. <laughs> so this Have is they a busted re- him lighting up a dart yet? <laughs> this is a really uh, odd one. Um, the title is the uh, Pokemon Detective Pikachu movie will feature photorealistic Pokemon. What? Oh my! God. That would require Pokemon to be real. Yeah. So, um, what's his name? Uh, Rob Letterman, the the movie's director. He says they're incredibly real. You should think of it as a way, um, as the way of uh, Marvel's Guardians of the Galaxy character Rocket Raccoon sits in. The movie as if he if he's really there. Uh, that's the uh, it's it's that technology. The same group of people that have worked on that or worked on the Jungle Book. We've got the people on it that have worked on Fantastic Beasts. They're technically some of the most high end visual effects in the world. Letterman said, "It's completely photorealistic, like they're alive and in the movie." This is going to be so bad. 
It's going to be interesting anyway. <laughs> oh, God. The movie could be I, horrendous, but I'm I'm intrigued to see how it works from the tech standpoint, though. Yeah. Like when it comes to what you just described, Ben, that actually sounds kind of cool. Like every now and again, you're on Facebook. It's like, oh, look, here's uh, 20 Pokemon if they were real. And you go through, it's like a picture of a fairy Pikachu in a forest. And you're sort of clicking through, just seeing what they look like, what the artist uh, drew. So what I will recommend for people if they've not seen it, uh, there's a guy called Joshua Dunlop. Uh, he's got some stuff on Twitter and I assume all over the internet. He does some art of Pokemon that, as if they were real. And it is extraordinary. They, mm. they are fantastic. So if you've not seen that before, I recommend you, the listener, go and check it out. Yeah, I think that you can take the story two ways. You can take it to him meaning it's going to look like a lot of that fan art you see where the Pokemon look really fucked up and weird. But I took it as they're just going to look like how you think they're going to look like from the the games, the shows, whatever else. They might be slight changes, a little bit more furry than you'd you'd think Snorlax was. Okay. Or something. You know, just... Or okay, yeah. something along those lines. I don't see them changing the Pokemon drastically because mm. they want this movie to work and Nintendo is heavily involved with it um, upon the story, the Pokemon that they're going to include in the movie because the director, I think I read the the full interview or at least most of it and he at some point talks about you know what Pokemon they want to include and he said he's only a big fan of the, the original 150 but talking backwards and forwards of Nintendo they were trying to work out to include you know a bunch of favourites for the, the originals a bunch of the, the new ones you know mixed all around so there's, there's, there's stuff for everyone in there the whole Ryan Reynolds voicing Detective Pikachu thing I just I, I it's something that I don't know if will be terrible or great until I hear it in action because it could honestly go either way for me just totally depends on how how it goes down but the most important aspect for this movie to work is how real do the pokemon look and how well are they interacting with the the real life actors and if they can't sell that part the movie's terrible from that moment like, it just needs to they need to meld into the world and look real they need to you don't need a snorlax standing outside of a new york city building and you walk past it and go cgi you need it to really look like it's actually there. And if that doesn't work, then the movie just flops straight away. Which I guess bodes well then, given some of the, the experience of some of the people you were talking about there, that they've worked on your Fantastic Beasts and th- those really yeah. big, high-end, big-budget Hollywood films where they've have a you lot of CG. Um, have you seen Jungle Book? Which oh. one? The remake. The, 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 one the Disney one way ago. back. Yes. Very realistic. Yes, the very realistic The John Favreau one that came out a couple of years ago yeah. is what the, uh, he's talking about. So that's one human actor. It's a kid in, a mo- in it, the, the, the Mowgli mm. kid. And then everyone else is obviously CG animals. Yeah. And that movie, great. You would, they, everyone works well. The kid, fantastic actor to work with the CGI for a, for a start. But all those animals look real in the worlds that they're filmed in. Um, and they look like they're interacting with the child well. So when they say that as an example, I'm like, cool. From a tech standpoint, I'm on board. But for this whole movie, I'm still like, I don't... I understand why they didn't want to do Ash because the, their reasoning is saying there's, there's you know, hundreds of hours, thousands of hours of the shows and the movies and Ash has been done to death. And if we're going to do a movie, we want to do something else. I'm like, sure, I understand. But at the same time, just give us Ash. Yeah, like. I agree. <laughs> <laughs> and, and this is the thing too um, I mean as much as I love Deadpool and all that stuff Ryan Reynolds cast as Pikachu is just like oh my god like are we gonna get um, pretty much the the typical 
Deadpool Ryan Reynolds dialogue out of Pikachu now, and oh, that'd I'm be just... awesome. And then he can grab a pool cue, (laughs) smash someone over the head with it, and we're off to the races. I I remember there was uh, the big, big clamoring for when Ryan Reynolds was cast. Everyone was like, kidding, it's not Danny DeVito? And I'm just like, you really want to run with that meme right now? (laughs) So, yeah, look, uh, for me, um, I am not a fan of this project whatsoever, to be honest. This whole Detective Pikachu deal for me is a no-go. If if I was... Honestly, if they want to make a proper Pokemon film, they should have just made a proper Pokemon film. Like, just do it right. Make sure that you have some of the original writers part of it, um, so that you don't fuck it up like every animated to live action film that goes out there. Um, but yeah, I- I'm just not a big fan of this this project, to be honest. Yeah, like on one hand, I'm I'm intrigued to see what it's like because uh, it is nice to have a a movie that is completely different compared to the one we get every year where, you know, it's Ash Ketchum saving the world. You know, they've really mm. r- run the movies into the ground, but... Hey, man, it's original every time. Yeah, <laughs> apparently. He never ages. When do you, I don't know how he doesn't when age. When do you ever see Ash, Ash Ketchum turn into concrete and Pikachu's tears bring him back to life again? <laughs> yeah, actually, in the in the in one of the last Still uh, makes movies, me cry that moment. <laughs> in one of the last movies he actually he died and he come back to life and like alright we've, we've seen that before guys <laughs> cry Paul cry <laughs> how much can this how many times can this 10 year old die I don't know <laughs> fucking thousand year old that's pretending to be a 10 year old at this point <laughs> bloody demon child that doesn't age because the the, the, uh, the game uh, Detective Pikachu was actually um, quite witty and charming in it's writing and that so having a movie based on it would be yeah but it's the game yeah, well, hopefully they carry that over to the actual movie. It's talking about Hollywood here, man. Yeah. <laughs> I'm cautiously optimistic. Yes, let's be optimistic. Cautiously? Yes. <laughs> yes. Uh, and lastly, we have uh, Super Mario Party does not support the Nintendo Switch Pro controller. Um, apparently, what? this was. <laughs> apparently, this was. Uh, this annoyed some people. Um, no shit. I can see why. Yeah. What? It it is annoying if you've only got like one set of Joy Cons and a Pro controller, but if you've it is the game is based around sort of using the Joy Cons and uh, the motion controls. You've just got like a Joy Con each, mm. and that's sort of how you play the game. So I can see why the Pro controller wouldn't have worked necessarily. This is stupid. <laughs> I hate to be the I, be I hate to be the negative Nancy again here. This is dumb. I don't agree with this whatsoever every single game that goes on the switch should support the pro controller regardless of uh motion movement i mean look the doesn't the pro controller have uh motion it does yeah in? yeah yeah let's bring it back to captain yeah, toad implements yeah. implements the controls oh, look, fucking terribly but it's there it should have it like every single game should have so, pro control support regardless of what it is and yeah no i i don't agree with this whatsoever and i mean it's like I hated the Nintendo 64 controller, but it's like almost saying, hey, there's no uh, Nintendo 64 controller support for Mario Party 3, and it's just stupid. <laughs> I'm sorry, but no. Yeah. No Nintendo. Like, yeah, I, like I can I can see uh, both sides of the argument, sort of, it is annoying, like, I've got this thing and I can't use it. But, yeah, at the same time, like, use, the way it uses the motion controls in the mini games, it's like there's a... This isn't necessarily a good example, but there's a, a mode where you're all rowing a boat together and you're meant to hold it like you're rowing a boat <laughs> type of oh thing. Oh, my God. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. 
Sorry, guys. No oh, trigger. No trigger button support on GoldenEye 007 on Nintendo 64 now. <laughs> I um, I I agree that in in principle, yep. every game on the the Switch should use the Pro, pro Controller. But playing Devil's Advocate, the the reason they get away of it not having to use that all is because hey, the Pro Controller wasn't in the box. It's an extra accessory that you chose to buy, and we don't have to oh, include. Fuck off. That's bullshit. but you know that's what they would. They, yeah, they would spin. Yeah, it it yeah. is bullshit, but it does make yeah. sense. Yeah, I I yeah. think it's bullshit, but that's exactly how they'll get it. Away. It makes sense in Nintendo's boardroom. Is that where it makes yeah, sense? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, but it's bad consumer. It's not good for the consumer, yeah. and that's that's yeah. the problem. And it's also something that could cause a decent amount of loss of sale. So I could see a amount of people not choosing to buy it because this. There's there's always okay. a certain marginal people that are just like fuck this. I'm not buying it. You fucked us. Well, well, it, I think. I think that they're not really worried about this. Here's the thing. Super Mario Party is filler. Let's be honest. It's there so that people buy it in between now and Smash. Yeah. And yep. it always comes out near um, Christmas time too. Like heading yeah, towards exactly. the holiday I, period. I'm pretty sure we had this exact same discussion, Drew, last time I was on House of Mario with um, Buddy where we were talking about Mario Tennis Aces. And I said <laughs> that by the time Smash rolls around, we're going to forget about Mario Tennis and we're going to forget about uh, Super Mario Well, Party. Buddy won't have, but yes. Yeah, I know. Pretty much Buddy will still be like, Dash, let's play some Mario... You know, he's been still messaging me. Dash, let's play some Mario Tennis Ace. I'm like, fucking, I've gotten over that game. <laughs> uh, but yeah, look, honestly... Besides, Luigi's dead. You can't play tennis anymore. <laughs> he's still going on about Overcooked 2 and I'm like, I've already beaten that game. Fuck off. <laughs> but it's just a case where um, with... Super Mario Party, I just feel that, as I said, it's just filler. It's there. I don't think that Nintendo are really going to be like, how's the sales going? How's the sales going? If they're really that intent on how the sales are going for that, then yeah, they should have included, they should have thought about um, everything should work with this. But the fact is that not everything won't work with it. They've, and like you said, Dill, it's going to cost them some sales. Um, and people, not, not everybody hates Mario Party. Let's just put it this way. Everybody loves it, but everybody I want to it love it. it just, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I do too. <laughs> but the thing is, you buy it, you play it, you invite your mates over, or you know your, your family, and like, let's play some Mario Party. By the end of it, you're all fucking yeah. frustrated. I remember like, what was the Wii U one? What number was the, the uh, Wii 10, U one? I think ten. I remember 10, getting yeah. ten, and it's like two, three hours into it, you, you're you're trying to force yourself to pretend you're you're enjoying it. You're like, let's you're play like another it. round, guys. Is that the one where you're in a like a train and you yeah. all have to move around together? That was nine. I think. Uh, it was a car oh, or something. It was that. whatever. But it's like we're having fun. I've paid $100 or $110 for the fucking Amiibo edition of this game. Let's keep going. <laughs> yeah, I think. And then you and get to jump in and play in an Uber together. <sighs> Wasn't 9 and 10? 9 and 10 were developed by a new team as well. Like Nintendo were doing it up to 8, and then I think 9 was taken over by. A new that sounds team. about right, yeah. Yeah, and um, that's when. Like, 8 was terrible. Like, from. Uh, it just got too much by the time 8 rolled around. They're like, we need a reboot. No, you don't. You need to stop. <laughs> So, um, I don't know. Super Mario Party looks okay, I guess, but it's not going to be my cup of tea, that's for yeah. sure. I'm interested in it because I haven't, I haven't actually bought a Mario Party game before. I enjoyed the ones on GameCube, oh, really? but since then, yep. I haven't. Um, there haven't been any good ones. <laughs> so, mm. yeah, you unfortunately got on after the yeah. ones had released. Yeah. So the developer, yeah, the developer after um from 9 onwards has been ND Cube which is a Japanese video game developer based in Japan with offices in 
Kyoto, and the font is exactly the same as they. The, they are owned by Nintendo. Nintendo, they're a, sub- I did a subsidiary. Some research, yeah. Hmm. Yeah. Um, NDQ. I'm actually they're they're newish. I did some stuff about them a couple of years ago. But really, um, 18 years ago they were founded. Jesus. Uh, but sorry, in terms of their activity, they kind of splintered off. They've been oh, active, okay. like they've been a title more than anything else. But then they've okay. actually split off and started doing some stuff for them. In well, they are doing they years. are doing Super Mario Party as well for Switch. So. Yeah. Oh. I'm um, intrigued <laughs> by the the new the new one solely from Andrew Goldfarb's article that he put up on IGN the other day. I don't know if anyone else read that one. He, no. he he played the game and got to check out the the multi switch you know side by side link up the screen gameplay stuff that they were talking about. Which when they initially showed it, whenever they talked about the game initially, I was like, okay, whatever. It's, yeah, the dual screen game, whatever. But his article where he said it works really really well and you get some really great mini games out of it, and sitting around a table with two switches sitting side by side linking up in these weird shapes and whatever else is quite going to be a lot of fun for parties or whatever, however you want to go about it. That intrigues me simply from a development standpoint, I guess it's a, it's, it's interesting whether it's just, Oh, it's interesting for two hours and now the, the joke's over and uh, I'm sick of it. It's a cool gimmick gimmick and then it's over, but it's enough of a gimmick that I want to check it out at least. Yeah. Yeah, Well, yeah, the technology of it makes that possible is really cool. Um, and having it as like a pretty much like become a bo- like an actual board game you're going to be sitting around a table playing is really cool too instead of just sitting in yep. front of the TV I really like that um, I'm, I'm hoping mm. I'm really hoping this one's going to be good I really want another Switch game I can play in a like a party situation where uh, people who aren't as familiar with controllers and all like buttons and whatever like to the extent where they're not even that comfortable playing stuff like Mario Kart I hope Hope this is a good, good game to play along stuff like Jackbox Party Pack and things like that yep. at, at parties. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah. something that something that Karen can pick yeah. up and enjoy. <laughs> Karen loves her Switch games though; she's pretty hardcore. So I would use her as an example. <laughs> When's uh don't, this? Don't say don't say her name too loud. She'll storm back in the room and give you a whooping. All right, you say say it three times and she'll come bursting out of the Karen, door. Karen, the door just burst Karen. open again. <laughs> When's this out? This is out yes. a couple weeks before Parks, right? Like early October or something like that. Yeah, October fifth. Yeah. So what we'll do is we'll all get it and then we can all sit around in a circle at Parks. Oh, Dash won't I'm be king. <laughs> yeah, well, I know Dash won't be a Pax. Dash, Dash will, Dash will attempt to come to Pax. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing, nothing's confirmed yet. Yeah, that'd be great fun, actually, sitting around playing Mar- like with us, like uh, Mario Party with a few beers and that. That'd be a lot of fun. Yeah. Jeez, man, you could have gone anywhere with that. <laughs> <laughs> and I, I feel like with that whipping out comment, that's almost a segue right there. Yeah. yeah. Boom. All right, guys. Uh, let's get into, into some uh, saucy fan fiction. Oh my god! <laughs> like Paul's just like, yeah, nah. <laughs> I'm losing my job for this. <laughs> it's actually it's disappeared from my thing, so I've got to find it again. Oh no! There it also is. means you, you probably have to do some editing <laughs> now. So, it. oh, that's all right. <laughs> so this this fan fiction is called. Uh, so just just a disclaimer before it does it does get a bit vulgar a bit um bit erotic. Oh god! So if you don't like that type of thing, uh, tune off. I dare say. <laughs> but it's called Peach's Sleepover. I, <laughs> <laughs> I don't have enough beer for this. So, 
Oh man, it's a it's a preach cross Zelda one. Yeah, boy. <laughs> so do you guys have it up on your computer? Yeah. I so do. we'll like I'll read a chunk. Uh, Dash, you read a chunk. Then Dylan, you read a chunk. Yeah, I'm getting the link open, but Paul Paul needs another beer. I need another beer, and I need to keep my job. So <laughs> <laughs> as soon as I understood that we were talking about something that could potentially be erotic here, I thought, oh, my job might be in a bit of strife. I read through it and gone, yeah, yeah, I could lose my job for this. So I'm, I'm steering clear. See, I I only like just uh, briefly read through like little bits, and I got to, like a paragraph. Oh, mate. where it said something. I'm like, oh yeah, I'll. I'll leave it there. <laughs> Mate, <when, laughs> I, I scrolled a, clearly a little more thoroughly through this. Uh, this is going to be quite entertaining. This scares me a little bit because Druby is like sitting in a really dark setting with just like his, just like this light on him that just, <laughs> this is just really bad. <laughs> oh man, that's bad. I skipped to the end like you do with all great books and I'll tell you what, guys. <laughs> 7, 7.8 needs, me, needs more yeah, water. needs more water. <laughs> what kind? Oh, oh, sorry, it has too much water, I should say. You need more oh, water to be dehydrated. All right. <laughs> so, it, it starts off with a Peacher X Zelda. So, Peach is bored and calls up her friends. Almost none of them are available. They hang out and things get steamy. <laughs> it was a normal, beautiful day in the day. Mushroom Kingdom. Where, where is Nado when you need him? <laughs> and while Mario was off on a go-karting vacation, Princess Peach decided she would stay and look after the castle. Oh, Mario! I, w- <laughs> no, I wish Mario would be safe. Goodness knows what could happen to him under the dangerous courses the drive on. Peach said in and a concerned tone. Peach has an Italian accent now. Jesus, Peach is adapted to Mario's lifestyle <laughs> yeah. and background. And- but I best not worry. I guess I'll have to occupy myself in another way until he comes home. <laughs> <laughs> she pulled out on top of uh, the Lion Mushroom Kingdom self. A cell phone and scan through her list of contacts. I could invite Daisy over, she said to herself, but I'm not sure she and Luigi are doing something together today. <sighs> they are such a cute couple. Hmm. How? Notice, I was going to say, notice no quotation marks over this as, at all. Like, this dialogue is supposed to be quotation <laughs> here, no quotation uh, The worse the grammar, the funnier the uh, thing, so that's okay. Yeah, I've noticed that. <laughs> hmm. How about if I invited Rosalina? She's also, she's always very fun to have around. Oh, wait. She has been busy with all the loomers up in her space observatories. Dang it. (laughs) She continued to scan through her contacts and she's found Zelda at the very bottom of the list. You know, because she starts with Z. Only uh, makes sense. Peach, (laughs) Peach and Zelda never really hung out much until one time when they met at a library and had a perfectly fun conversation about uh, about most randoms of subjects. She decided <laughs> that she would call Zelda to see if she wanted to come over for some tea or something. If you know what I'm saying. A Hot really coffee. loud Legend of Zelda theme plays through the halls of Hyrule Castle. Ah! Zelda screamed as she fell to the floor from her bed. She felt her... No, she felt her head. Okay. Hmm... I wonder... I must have fallen asleep reading again. Uh, she put away her book and reading glasses, which nobody no, knew she needed. 
and quickly picked up her phone. <laughs> Hello, this is Zelda, she said. Hey, Zelda. Peach said, en- oh, Pete said energ- energetically and adorably. <laughs> I was just wondering if you wanted to come to my castle this afternoon to hang out and stuff. We haven't talked too in too long. Okay. So, <laughs> well, Link is here, so he could take care of the castle. Sure, Peach. I I suppose I could come over for the day. God, grammar. <laughs> awesome. Thank you. Mario is on another karting trip, so I thought we could just get get some girl time in. You know. Yeah, I guess so. I'll be over in an hour. So. <laughs> yeah, it's just right. become the most bogan thing I've ever heard. Yeah, all right. Yeah, right. Righty, okay. I'll see you there. then. All right. Do you want? Do you guys want to pick up from there, Dash? Oh God. All right. Fine. With a click of a button from either end, the call ended. Now Peach had to get things ready, while Zelda just had to get out of her PJs and take a shower before going anywhere. How come you've picked me now? Because you know you just read the most PG part, you know that. It's about to get worse. Peach had decided to, that this was going to get... Just going to be a sleepover with just themselves to make for fun conversation. And they could probably play some games or something else as well to make up for any spare time. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I wonder where Zelda is. Peach said to herself, no quotations, it's been an hour and a half. I wonder if she's, if she has gotten herself into any trouble. Peach had Peach then thought that she may as well just call her up to see where she was. Hello, Zelda. Hello, Zelda. <laughs> Hello, Zelda, where are you? Jesus Christ, fucking hell, this is terrible. I'm sorry. I, f- I fell asleep while I was having a bath, but I'm eating her. <laughs> She's right fucking now. always falling asleep. What's going on? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> She's, She's dead. She's got, uh, knuck- uh, what is it, knuckles? <laughs> Calm down. <laughs> well, I guess I shouldn't have worried. She's got knuckles. She showed herself. <laughs> but here, how is she getting here? Whew. Oh, whew. Uh, that was so. That was too close. What was close about it? Anyway, Princess. Zelda I nearly thought, drowned. Yeah, <laughs> Princess Zelda thought to herself as she closed her erotic <laughs> put down her night and put it on her night table, and to recollect herself from the amount of excitement that the book gave her. Well, I guess I should be should be going. And where do I put my panties? I oh, never mind. There they are. Ha ha. <laughs> As she went to pick them up, Link knocked on her door and she quickly kicked them under her bed. Come in, Zelda shouted. Link peered into the door quietly and stared at Zelda as she stood there waiting for him. You look beautiful, Zelda, Link observed. Zelda blushed. Oh, Link, I love you. <laughs> but can I ask you... <laughs> Link, I love you, but can I ask you to take care of the castle today? No, often... <laughs> I have an afternoon of plans with Princess Peach from the Mushroom Kingdom today, and I thought you could stay here instead of running around Hyrule Field and such. Sure thing, my love. Yeah, right. <laughs> uh, Link said as he gave Zelda a warm embrace hug, warm embraceful hug, as his hands wandered lower onto Zelda's rear. Here we go. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah boy. <laughs> 
<laughs> anyways, Link, anyways, Link, I had better be going. She pulled away from uh, from Link, smooth, smoothly hoping that he didn't notice her lack of panties when he fell to Rio. Yes, princess, have a good day. And with that, Link exited the door, and Zelda quickly snatched her dark purple panties and used... Pharaohs? 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 Wind? Okay, thank you. To teleport... Thanks, Paul, for that. (laughs) Thanks, teacher. To teleport the Mushroom Kingdom right outside of the castle. Uh, Princess Peach sat on her balcony waiting for Zelda's arrival. She... She up at the clouds. She up at the clouds. <laughs> and she saw carts hanging, gliding, hang gliding over the. You know what, Dylan? You know. <laughs> okay, go on. I could take it for a little while while it's still G-rated. Okay, you do a little G-rated if you want, um, Paul. Where, where are we uh, up to, though? Oh, there we go. We saw love- uh, carts hang gliding yeah. over the castle. Sai, yes. I do love days like this. I am surprised that they were flying so close to the castle, though. I must say, hey, that. Cloud looks like a mushroom, and now it's a one-up mushroom. Wait, why is the cloud turning green? Suddenly, a green light bolted down out of the sky, and there appeared Princess Zelda in front of Princess Peach's castle. Right. Of course, I forgot she could do that. Haha. Zelda, I'll be right down, Peach said excitedly, and ran down the halls of the castle to the front door to meet her friend. The doors were pulled open by two good toadstool guards, and then Peach and Zelda were standing face to face. Hello, Princess Zelda said professionally, because... Being professional is exactly what's <laughs> in this scenario. Something we're not being right now, but anyway. Um, hi, to which Peach says, hi, with a load of excitement. Have you ever said hi with a load of excitement? Just like, hi, 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 hi. You just, you just can't express excitement with a single word like that. Hi. What's the first thing we're going to do? She asked with a look of excitement in her eyes. Again, excitement. Uh, I don't know. I kind of figured we would have all figured this out by the time I got here, Zelda giggled. Well, how about we... Oh, I got it. Peach squealed. Follow me. Peach grabbed Zelda's hand and pulled her through the castle at running pace, and Zelda had a hard time keeping up. Soon they stood in front of the whole kingdom on the tallest balcony at the tallest tower of the castle. Oh isn't this God. just beautiful, the whole kingdom? And to th- Wait, isn't this just beautiful, the whole kingdom? And to think that it all belongs to me, Peach stated, bewildered. I really do love this place. The citizens are amazing. I have the coolest boyfriend in the world, and food. Uh, the food is stupendous, and everything is just simply perfect. This is the worst English I've ever encountered. <laughs> yeah. yeah, you really have it going for you, Peach. It's the same for me as well. But I have real people as citizens, Zelda teased. <laughs> Racism! Shots Jesus Christ. Although if it weren't for Bowser and Ganondorf, we wouldn't always have these stupid tangles in our perfect kingdoms. I know exactly what you mean. Why do you think they... Why do you think they are? I guess you were the lucky one, though. You aren't always being kidnapped like I am, Peach joked. This is the worst banter yeah. I've ever heard. It's almost as long as The Walking Dead. <laughs> <laughs> Haha, if either of us were the lucky one, it, it is you, silly, Zelda retorted. I wish I, I wish it were t- me taken instead of the citizens and the Triforce. Link would have me out of there in a flash and all would be well. No, you are lucky one. No, you are. <laughs> oh, After God. some playful argument, which ended quite promptly, <laughs> Peach ran to her bed in the, in the room attached to the balcony and grabbed a, oh, here we go, fluffy pink pillow. Want to fight about it, she said coyly. You're on. 
I'm Until going then. to try and get through this next paragraph and keep my job. <laughs> it may be okay, though. Uh, they broke out in an exhausting battle of pillows and feathers flying all over the place, landing hit after hit on each other. Zelda smacked Peach on the head and her crown hit the ground. I don't, I don't understand that, what, you, what you wrote about it. It sounds like Super Smash uh, Bros. So, so far, so good. <laughs> but that did not stall their battle. Peach jumped at Zelda and her pillow in her, uh, with pillow in her hand and arms above her head screaming random gibberish. She knocked Zelda over and landed on top of her, and they soon lay side by side on the ground, panting for air. <laughs> I'm I'm getting anxious now. Um, haha, that was entertaining. Zelda said, trying to catch her breath. I need to do this more at home. Haha. Uh, the the amount of haha. Look, I I, I scrolled ahead a bit. You're safe for quite some time, actually. Okay, cool. Thank <laughs> you. Do you have any fun at your uh, castle, Zelda? I thought. You were very proper and full of etiquette, Peach laughed. Yeah, but it's times like this when I'm uh, when I'm with my friends that I don't need to worry about anything because the castle can't bother me with duties when I'm away. I see. I'm so glad we had the chance to hang out today, Zelda. You are so much fun and you aren't being serious, she chuckled. What should we do now? Because you showed up late. It's already past six o'clock. Well, you know what time it is once it's past six Ooh. o'clock. <laughs> Bedtime. Yeah. Tea time. Um... <laughs> In the Mushroom Kingdom, that's how we roll. Uh, yeah, I'm so sorry about that. Is anyone else free today? Zelda asked, curiously seeking more company. So she's already over. <laughs> well, I'm pretty sure everyone is busy doing something or other. That's why I called you. So you're the bottom of the list. Not that you're my last choice, but you are the bottom of my contacts list on my phone. She blushed. <laughs> oh, my God. Pass me the baton. I'll skip ahead no, to, that... some, to, to give the people what they want. Yes, all right. Uh, Segway music. <laughs> they meet up with Rosalina and they end up having a, a, a game of truthful dare, is what we're, we're now up to. I you were going to say something else there. <laughs> I tried to skip. Totally waiting for a gang <laughs> What we're about to get there. The game proceeded like this until all of the PJs are on the floor and all of them were only clothed in their bras and panties. They were all thinking of dares or truth questions that would make the others remove more clothing, and if they didn't, they were out of the game. Truthful dares. We can see why Dylan skipped ahead. <laughs> Truthful dares, Zelda. Rosalina asked, thinking that her next question would disqualify Zelda. Dare, Zelda said. I dare you to flash me and Peachy, she said slyly with a wink. Either way, you'll be showing me what's under your bra to us or you're disqualified. She giggled to herself. Well, Zelda said as she turned red. I cannot afford to lose this game. She winked and pulled her C cups out of her bra, fully exposed. <laughs> fully exposed to both Peach and Rosalina. They were both speechless. I didn't think you would. Truth or dare, Rosalina, Peach giggled. Truth, please, she said, still shocked from the previous ac- action. If you do have feelings for someone, are they a boy or a girl, Peach said with a quite girly giggle. I don't want to remove my, <laughs> I don't want to remove my bra. Oh my and I-, I feel like every... With every line that's read during this, everything that we've done in the last hour and a half. Yeah, it's, it's, it's done. <laughs> Video games, everybody. I don't want to remove my bra and I don't want to get disqualified and lose the game, Rosalina thought to herself. Well, here goes nothing. I like women, she said strongly. So she said, I like women. <laughs> I have liked women for a long time and I don't see anything wrong with it. Peach clapped. I'm so glad you're so honest, Rosalina. Me too, Zelda put out. Without honest, what fun is this game? Zelda asked Peach. Without yep, honest? I'm not making it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I can without it. honest. Yeah, it does say without honest. Zelda asked Peach. Yeah. Truth or dare, princess? Truth, she said. 
are afraid of what they might dare her to do. Before Zelda asked a question, Rosalina said, I gotta go to the washroom, guys. I'll be <laughs> I'll be back. Play yeah. without me until my turn. Like, okay, okay, the others said together. Zelda continued, Have you, you know, done it with Mario yet? Or oh, we're getting to the hot stuff now, guys. <laughs> oh, God. I had a very low opinion of the internet before today. But I think it's actually a little lower. <laughs> I'm trying to find a good point to be like, okay, that's enough for it. But we we got to find out. Peach turned a welcome to fanfiction.net. <laughs> Peach turned a very bright right shade of red. No, no, I haven't. She uttered, I don't know when is the right time. And to be honest, I'm afraid he won't. <laughs> he won't want to do it if I ask him. And what if I e- don't even please him? What will he think of me? Zelda said, Well, I've done it with Link like a bazillion times. <laughs> <laughs> like a bazillion times. Good on you, love. His, his master sword gets the job done. Mario has been doing zero plumbing, though. Oh, he's not a plumber anymore, remember? So. No, oh, yeah, that's right. <laughs> oh, no, they have reinstated him. They have reinstated him as a plumber. Not in this fan fiction. No. It's not really that hard, you know. Just do what your body knows you want to do. She winked at the nervous princess oh, and Pe- Peach got on all fours and said quietly in Zelda's ear, I know this is going to sound really weird, Zelda, but what is it? Could you maybe... Oh, never mind, Peach said, Felix Lloyd. No, tell me, Zelda said. I won't laugh. Peach whispered quietly in Zelda's ear, Could you show me? At- Serious podcast. <laughs> <laughs> At the request, Zelda turned very red. She wasn't exactly embarrassed. She was just wide-eyed and amazed that the princess of the Mushroom Kingdom could even think of something this out of the ordinary. Peach, are you... I'm not lesbian, Peach sped out quickly. I'm just not exactly straight. And as much as I love Mario, I can't think of how, you know, doing it with a guy would be pleasurable. You're not straight. I just thought that girls know <laughs> what girls want, you know? There's, uh, the, the commas, you know. the, the lack of yeah. commas are f- fucking No commas, yeah. no grammar. She sat back down for, from her old fours position. I'm sorry, I know it was a ridiculous request. No, Zelda blurted out. No, Peach, it's not ridiculous. <laughs> I was just surprised as all. Do you really want me to show you? Because I can if you're that interested. Peach sat oh, back down God. and thought for a second before saying with an energetic smile, let's do this thing. Okay. That's a good point, okay, Paul. That's, that's, your a, cue. that's a good. That's a good, that's a good point. <laughs> no, this is where I'm at. <laughs> hey, uh, uh, Drew, what, I've I've lost where we are after we skipped. I couldn't. Have, I, I've lost where I was we hoping are. that was a good point to the end the segment. But you know, if you want to do the whole thing, we'll be here for like another two hours. <laughs> <laughs> well, thankfully, because of what Dylan did, he skipped us about three quarters of the way. Yeah, through he did, it, so. and it's still going. <laughs> All right, it's quite I'll do, fucking I'll do long. The, oh do my the god, very last. It gets really bad. Um, so I'm just gonna I'm just gonna read Holy the shit. third to last line. Read from there. Yeah. So we've got absolutely yeah. no context where we are. Uh, <laughs> so if you are both as tired as I am, then we should probably get some sleep, huh? Pete suggested. Yes, I think so," said Zelda. But only if we can sleep close enough to feel each other against ourselves. Zelda said with a wink. Of course, the other two said. And that's the end. <laughs> oh, God, thank God. There is a whole paragraph just above that. that uh, yeah. Like, yeah. If we got Paul to read that, Paul, you wouldn't even have to go to work tomorrow, mate. That'd be <laughs> no, it's, they'll know about it before this even goes to air somehow. <laughs> yeah. So in the, orphan, uh, in the orphan notes, they say, this is my first ever story of anything. <laughs> I have read a lot of stuff, sexual and not. But this is the first I've ever written. If you can't, you can't <laughs> if tell. you like it, then good. If you didn't like it, 
Please tell me what I should do differently. Constructive criticism is always good. Hope you enjoyed this story. Definitely. Thank Look, I'm so much. I'm I'm usually all for constructive criticism, especially being but, a teacher. But I have to make an exception here. <laughs> oh, okay. I've got some feedback for you. Person J- X. J- What's J- that? What, what? Never do this again. <laughs> Ever. <laughs> Don't be so so harsh. I mean, you know, it could be. Look, I mean, we, this we could totally be the next some of the most Fifty Shades of Peach. <laughs> now that that would have been a more appealing title for the thing. Like they would have brought people in. I, I not not Peach Cross Zelda. There. <laughs> there's definitely one out there. But yeah, no, that, that, that was bad. <laughs> All right, now guys, uh, thanks for that. Sorry, sorry for putting you through that. <laughs> That's okay. <laughs> Just know that you've erased any integrity between the three of us now. That, and <laughs> well, it's just that we'll never be able to look at each other the same anymore. <laughs> like, we, we shared something just now. We'll get the packs and we'll, we'll just look at each other and blush. <laughs> well, th- three of us will. Dash won't be there. But. Yeah, true. <laughs> uh, so, guys, that's the end of episode 59 of The House of Mario. Um, if, yeah, what, what, a, way what a way to wrap it up. Um, I don't know if you guys want to uh, <laughs> Thanks, Paul. leave any leave. Uh, I think I, I just had I just had to like post and sorry, <laughs> post it in our this chat. Is, I, I've posted one particular paragraph that I think is just the most extraordinary piece. She of pushed literature. two fingers inside of that. Peach's virgin lips. <laughs> <laughs> it's come from this same. Story, yeah. I'll, I'll leave. I'll leave a link to the uh, story in the show notes if anyone wants to check out the full thing. Oh god! Oh please! Um, but no, guys, thank you very much for joining me. Uh, if you guys want to leave, um, let let the audience know where they can find your stuff. <laughs> All right, then I'm if, going. If if, 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 if uh, anyone's still with us, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> After how long? How long? Uh, are we it's going? like oh, almost two, two hours. 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 <laughs> almost two hours. Nice. You go. You go, Paul. Pimp away. <laughs> Uh, so I'm now full-time at Player2 because I'm not allowed to teach anymore. Um, Player2.net.au, reviews, previews, blah, 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 blah. Go check out my Messenger review. There's some awesome stuff there, mm. as well as links to all the videos that we have on the YouTube channel. Um, that's youtube.com slash player2.net.au. Mm. Um, and that includes things like The Insider, Patched, Gamer School, which is now complete. I think we spoke about this when I came on a few weeks ago, but it is now complete. So the entire uh, series there that looks at the Mana franchise. Uh, podcast form out. too. Some, in podcast form. It's the first thing that I've kind of put out, which is in audio. I should yeah, probably nice, do yeah. that more. Um, <laughs> uh, and Paul James P 2 on Twitter. What about you, Dash? Uh, you can follow me over on Twitter at Dash Gamers. Of course, you can uh, listen to me over on Dash Culture. And Dash and Holmesy take your hearts with the Apic Collective hashtag Apic Collective hashtag Stay Hungry, um, and yeah, I think that's it from me. Yeah, uh, you can follow me on Twitter vivaladil v i v a l a d i l. Check out Explosion Network at explosionnetwork dot com, um, and you'll find podcasts, video shows, links to our Twitch, YouTube, articles, news reviews. All sorts of great stuff there. Excellent. And you can find uh, me at iDruby on Twitter and the show at The House of Mario. We have a Discord community which uh, has lots of friendly folks in there, so pop in there if you have a chance. Um, 
iTunes review helps a lot with the show, so if you have an Apple account, feel free to do that. If not, just give your friend a tap on the shoulder and say, hello, this... They're reading some awesome fan fiction (laughs) on this show. You should come, you should subscribe and come back. (laughs) 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 Yeah. Uh. Also, we're not affiliated with the House of Mario at all. Hashtag. (laughs) Uh, All right, guys. uh, Let's end the show this week with Nintendo Jukebox with uh, a Yoshi's Island remix by Noke. Um, Really cool. Has uh, lots of, yeah, really awesome tunes. Sure, they're still around to listen to this. <laughs> yeah, if you're still around to listen. <laughs> yeah. All right, guys, catch you later, and we'll uh, yeah, we'll, we'll be a bit milk clean next week, I think. <laughs> Sorry, Bryce. Oh, you yeah, say that on. now. <laughs> Bye, guys. See ya. What a show.